Welcome to episode 120 of the movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our month of erotic thrillers comes to a shocking conclusion with Color of Night from 1994. Welcome to the Movie City Maniacs. To my left, sitting on the, uh, like a gnome on a mushroom, is Kyle. <laughs> and to my right, like a uh, surly bartender on a stool, Adam. <laughs> I gotta say, this movie is insane, because every time Bruce I'm gonna have Willis- to get a picture of, of uh, like, for our reels now, of <laughs> yeah. Kyle sitting on what, whatever, a, a, like a rosy mushroom. mushroom, and I'm on a stool. Did you guys do this? Okay, we're watching uh, The Color of Night. We're talking about this movie. Every time Rose comes into the scene, Bruce Willis is acting like he's reading the script. <laughs> he's like, hey, here she comes. Well, he does like, this, Dan- like an angel yeah. dancing on the head it's of like a pen. It's like this weird noir narration, but yeah. it doesn't fit. Like, it he's doesn't- just talking. <laughs> like, he's reading the script and like, here she comes. Like I the vision that. across the dance floor. He's not over- voicing over. He is just saying, saying this, this in the most stupid way possible. Like, <laughs> Imagine she's like staring like, are, yeah, like, are you fucking wait, talking yeah, to me? Yeah, is, 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 who are you talking to, dude? Who's an angel dancing on the head of the pen? What the fuck does that mean, old man? Yeah, yeah the, the, we'll talk. We'll get into color yeah. night in a little bit because it's going to be a fun conversation. Oh, yeah. I think. Um, so this is yeah, this is the end of our month of erotic thrillers in uh, in the spirit of Valentine's Day. Uh, we start off with the classic and maybe the one that started all Fatal Attraction. Moved on to Consenting Adults, which was an interesting, interesting fun ep- fun episode to record. Hand the rocks to cradle, which uh, you know was. It was it good, rocks. if it uh, nothing special. And uh, we're going to finish it off with <laughs> Color of Night, which is, uh, it's special. Oh, right? I'm so excited <laughs> about talking about this movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, before we get into it, uh, anything else you you guys want to chat about? Should we jump into what we're watching? Or? Prequels that are like oh, okay. better oh, yeah. or like on par with the original. Could you guys think of any? I thought of two that uh, are horror related. So we, when when did we bring this up? This it was up? like four. It was, yeah, it was like three weeks couple, ago. Yeah, some, yeah, for some reason we got onto this rant yeah. that there's no good prequels, prequels. Tend to I find prequels tend to ruin the mystery and mythology yeah. of of you know the the film. And we we're trying to think of was well, there any good ones? That, and I'm not talking about just good prequels, but good prequels that had the same characters that expand on that character's mm-hmm. story. You know what I mean? Because you can do a prequel, but it has nothing to do with those yeah. characters. Are there any that you feel that their their story I enhances have it? One that's actually, if the original didn't exist, this movie, the prequel would be even better. Ouija: Origins of Evil. Okay, I feel yeah. like oh, that is a great a one. Ouija, like this, Ouija ruins the sequel, uh, the prequel a little bit. Well, it does ruin the this the yeah yeah. The sequel. We, we just sucked, but like Origins of Evil was actually way better. Like than it had you, any right to be. And you also because it's are a prequel, you don't necessarily need to go. It's a. It's, are they the same characters? I forget. Uh, it's not. The, it's the same house, but yeah. like the uh, 
the ending of this movie is spoiled by the. Uh, but I guess does it enhance any of the characters in the, in the next? Film, I think right? it, like it enhances the story. Yeah, I find. it enhances the story that has already mm-hmm. been been built. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, Good and badly ugly is is my pick, and I was thinking about yeah. this one afterwards because we were kind of talking about this in our chat. See, yeah, because that's one I don't know if it. He picks up yeah. all the his look along the way, so you mm-hmm. get he, he he becomes the character in a way, and and for that movie, you know, yeah, that that's uh, I think. Um, I think the big one that we all agree, Godfather, Father two, Father two, um, and uh, what was the other one I was going to mention? X Men to an extent, but Before, yeah, first I think class. It's, they do an interesting take. Like I don't yeah. think it hurts learning more about Magneto or Professor. What do you think X. about Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Rise of Planet of the Apes. It's a prequel to the original Planet of the Apes. Apes. I think those. Yeah. I think those films are great. But are we, are we I, I don't because like, you find out what happens. But I, I'm, I honestly though, I think like going off the original Charlton Heston. Are we talking about? Are we talking? Yeah. Are, are, like are we yeah. talking about how the new series affects that one? Because that one yeah. to me, I kind of like that he lands there, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Well, of course you do that, but like yeah. this, it does. Yeah, I, I, I would give you that one. I think that works. That's a, that's a good one because I do think like without it, it does, the movie doesn't. Work yeah. right, like you you have to kind of have in your head that this is leading to like it could, but everybody yeah. knows this is leading to them taking that, over. Yeah, the world. it is that that's such a weird one though because they're so like whereas the, the Planet of the Apes is kind of this campy and, and I mean it's a great sci-fi movie, but you know and then that one is like this serious even the way that the they're apes not the look same and, movies, no, 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 but no, like no. yeah, it's informed yeah. because of the other movie existing. Mm-hmm. Now though, is that? Is that a cheat? Like, are they considered the same universe? I guess in, in yeah. that case. Oh, they are okay. Because they never they were there was talks that they were going to eventually redo, possibly the Charlton. Heston Like maybe movie they redo the did. Charlton Heston, yeah. but they they're re- they're just making. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I would movie. I would give you that one. Um, I yeah, I don't I can't I don't know if I can think of any more. I got another one. Uh, Amityville Two: The Possession. I thought was a good which one. which I have not seen. Yeah, that's Ooh. a good film. Yeah. And the Star Wars prequels, and I think we should leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect way to end, yeah. <laughs> I heard that uh, Temple of Doom is a prequel, but like, I don't buy that. Oh, it like, is, yeah. yeah. I know, but I just don't buy it. Like, no, there's, there's certain, there is it, things. It could have been like the sequel. It could have been a prequel. Like, How, how do you know? Like, what, I think, do we well, all agree, uh, taking out Crystal Skull, that the Temple of Doom is the weakest of the three? I like Temple of Doom a I like lot. Tem- yeah, it is probably the weakest, but it's still great. It's such a B movie that <laughs> I think all three me. of those are great. Like yeah. I know I would maybe put that at the bottom, but I think all those. Th- I, I don't. I don't think it's like some people actually dislike that one. I, I don't. I don't yeah, know. I don't, like, I don't dislike that one, but Last Crusade and like that might be tied for me. So I, Last like, Crusade's probably. My I re. Favorite. I re. Last Crusade's your favorite. Yeah. Over Raiders. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Raiders for me is yeah, like top. Holy fuck! Like I rewatched all of these four or five years ago. Um, and uh, Temple of Doom, which I was really excited because I think as a kid that was the Your one favorite, yeah. that I, I thought was my favorite. Uh, with Ray it, ha- it has a really great, exciting beginning. Yeah, that even the, though it's crazy. And yeah, I do. I do like the, the the. But some of the some of the stuff once they get it's it's like a horror Temple movie Doom, though. It doesn't all yeah, play up. That's as why I well. like it. Eating uh, monkey brains and like. Still really good, yeah. but like him being possessed and stuff. Like, yeah. not not Harrison Ford's wheel wheelhouse. Yeah, uh, let's it's put a it that fucked way. up movie though. The fact that like brainwashing and using kids as slaves and yeah, whipping like, them and shit. It's such a dark movie. Ripping out hearts, throwing, yeah, and putting people in lava. It's a dark 
movie that was probably geared towards kids at the time. Like, not yeah. that Raiders of the Lost Ark wasn't necessarily a kids' movie, but I think, again, like all those 70s, 80s movies, by the time the sequel came around, they became kind of kids' movies. And that's a pretty mm-hmm. fucked up PG. <laughs> right. and, well, that's what led one of the films that led to the PG 13, right? Where it was too dark for its time. Yeah, actually, I just got those on UHD. Uh, yeah. I want to fucking revisit nice. those movies. It's been a while. They're 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 great. Minus uh, Crystal Skull. I think I think actually Raiders <laughs> might have gone like up. up a tick in in my like yeah. recollection. Mm. Temple of Doom and and uh, Crusade might have both got which I would have had them in the same order. I'm. I think I just like yeah. I like uh, seeing Nazis get their ass kicked. You get a lot of that in the Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. I guess you yeah. get it, and, and and it's just fun the banter between him and Chunk. Right, that it, that movie in Return of the Jedi. If Return of the Jedi is probably my favorite Star Wars movie, which oh, is yeah? crazy people. Oh, I really? think it's because those two are like the two movies that I didn't grow up watching a lot of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think I had Last Crusade on VHS. I yeah. taped off to you, so I watched it all the time. And it's the less like it's the most kind of fun and almost like. Family friendly. I probably I guess. watched and Last the Crusade the most. Is, the Jedi. And that's probably our age too, right? Yeah. Like we're yeah. like Raiders comes out and we're we're are, are you even born, Kyle? Probably I don't know when did it come out. <laughs> it's eighty it's Four? 80, 83, I think. Hmm. Eighty five for or eighty is Temple eighty five? I don't think so. Eighty six? No, nothing's eighty five, unfortunately. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark is actually eighty one. So oh, no, wow. I, I wow. wasn't born at the time. I would have saw it. None of us I would have saw yeah. It on like TV reruns and stuff, yeah. I guess. Um, anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Finally, we get to that, folks. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you guys have any recommendations, let us the know. The amount of here. DMs we got about where the fuck are your prequel picks? <laughs> uh, do you guys want to jump into what we're watching? Anything yeah, of you course. Guys have, uh, been watching. Uh, I watched Station Eleven. This is the oh the uh, TV show. Yeah, the post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. saga. This is. Uh, spanning multiple timelines, it's it's it, the main creator is the guy that uh, is the main dude that directs Atlanta, Hiro Murai. Um, he's got a great visual sense. Like I'm, I'm really excited for. Hopefully, this guy will get to make like a proper mm-hmm. move, like big movie blockbuster because he he's got the chops. This this looks great. Uh, it's got amazing uh, lead performances. Mackenzie Davis who's one of my favorite actresses uh, going right now, that's somebody that, like, she can convey a million thoughts in a look. And and she plays, like, the future timeline after the, the kind of yeah. world is, is ended. And then before, the, uh, um, Haimish Patel, who I'd never really seen in much. He's in that Yesterday movie, which I have no oh, interest yeah, yeah, in. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, And I saw him in Luminaries last year, which was um, another series, uh, limited series, it was basically like almost like a two-part movie um, that starred Eva Green and Eve Hewson, and, and he was great in that as well. He's really good in this, and it, it kind of eventually connects the timelines in a really interesting way. I guess it was based on a book. It's it, it kind of hinges on a comic and how this yeah. comic speaks to children and how that bri- bridges the new world. Uh, again, I thought this would be kind of like pandemic fatigue i wouldn't want yeah. to watch this but i'd heard all these great things about this show and and we just plowed through it barrel it's through so it, eh? so great um it, it, it it's you know one of the better things i've seen um uh, you know if i was to do i think it it'll probably count as a 2022 series yeah i may on our best of do a my best TVs. tv of 2021 uh, i'm gonna give it an eight. Oh wow that good eh? what six episodes 
Uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's... I think it started so, in 2021. So it started in 21. But, yeah. like, to see get to the end, yeah. you couldn't watch the end till the... I don't know. Yeah. If I was to do a best of 2021, I would count Yellow Jackets, but wouldn't count this. I don't yeah. know why. Mm. I don't know. It's going to be... It doesn't make any sense. I just make up the rules as they go along. <laughs> We're all doing that. Threes or sixes, uh, sevens or eights, who knows? I watched uh, from, I guess, 2021... But also from uh, 1978, uh, the amusement park. Oh, the, the Romero's uh, re- restored. Uh, I guess a PSA. I guess it is. It's only like about like 45 minutes. It's a lost it, movie. Yeah, it seems like a weird uh, movie for him to make. I guess it's about like uh, there's a bunch of. Did you watch this on Shutter? Yeah, old folks go to this amusement park, but they have to pay like. They're getting two tickets for like selling their possessions. It's really hitting you on the head that this amusement park is life, and old people are getting the bums rush. Mm. But it's a bunch of like uh, snippets where they go to, like a fancy restaurant, and like the old people are getting treated like shit. But it's like almost like a French uh, comedy, like a silence comedy. Oh. And like uh, there's a scene where um, an old lady hits a guy with a bumper car, and he's like, "Well, if she hit me, and she's old. He doesn't have glasses; shouldn't be seen." It's like, "Oh yeah, old people are treated like shit. I get it." Like, and it, it, is it the uh, the lead of Martin? Is he in this? Yeah, part? yeah, he's yeah. the uh, the uh, the the old guy who's seeing all this stuff happen before mm. his eyes. Like, yeah, old people are treated like shit. I get it. It's scary in that way that we're all getting at old and we're all going to get treated like shit eventually. But I don't know. It just felt well. I think that's a boring. problem. Like it's it's like this all oh, this lost Romero yeah. film, but it is. A PSA, like it wasn't yeah. meant to be anything more than that. So I think yeah. people are like judging it for more yeah, than when really you should be harshly, judging it on it. I feel like it's the most scariest movie you see all year. Like, yeah. all right, sign me up, baby. Where are the zombies? Where are like the old people like taking these bumper cars, like running over kids' heads? Like, fuck you, kids. We're taking over this park. It doesn't happen. It just they just get treated like shit for forty five so, so minutes. So it was actually supposed to be a public service announcement. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, he even starts like with uh, I forget the guy. It what wasn't was, meant. Yeah, it's not a film. Like he made it as. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. It was made for something. He even says like, "One day you will be old," and he kind of oh. at the start of it, it's like, "This is why you should treat old people with respect and dignity." And this is why our yeah. struggle with lists mm-hmm. and like where people go by and we go by the North yeah. American release because people consider this a 2021 film. It's a fucking 1975 film, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it, it's on 2021 list, and mm-hmm. I guess we could include it on 2020. I list. guess that's mm-hmm. always like uh, the the other side of the wind. The the Orson Welles movie where it actually was not completed and it was shot over t- 10 years already so it, it, it does become really gray but when you sh- mm-hmm. yeah but like he shot it and then someone else I assume edited it and finished it finished it yeah like the, 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 there was there was a bunch of people that came together and used his notes and Peter Bogdanovich, who just passed away, who stars in it, I think, yeah. had, had advised on it. It was this crazy process. But they the, the finished film. it. This they movie, finished This it. movie was finished, so they just kind of like, oh, cool. Mm. <laughs> it's, like a, just, it's like the same so thing. So this was though, done. Like, yeah. And they just found it. You got it. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's one of those things, though, but no one really could see it till now or mm-hmm. something. But it's, it's like foreign films. Like, there's films, like, I always bring it up, that fucking British, it's like a spinoff of Conan the Barbarian. It came out in UK. You could buy it on Blu-ray in UK. U.S. didn't get it to like four years later, and then so people consider it the year that it came to U.S., but it's like, mm-hmm. this has been pretty widely available, just not in North America, yeah. so it's, I don't know, and, and so it's like, why, we, you're going to consider that a, whatever, 2018 film when it came out in 2014 or whatever, it's a, it's a hard, uh, yeah, it's a weird idea, because hypothetically, like, if it's only like a, in uh, festivals, and we don't get it till like 2022, when is that? 
But then, like again, that's why if you can, when I go back to my list, I yeah. always go by it's actually it's the like, release date, even yeah. it's festival release date because maybe we didn't see it till two years later, but other people did, right? Yeah, it's still nineteen seventy five film. If yeah. everyone, some people saw it nineteen seventy five, just because we didn't see it till twenty twenty one. I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's just for our list. Yeah, for for our current list, it makes definitely makes sense yeah. to go by the North American list, or else we wouldn't be able to include half the films because yeah. we couldn't see a lot of those films. Because um, even, uh, you know, we haven't put out our 2021 list, and I always, like, if I was to do it December 31st, unless you movie studios want to start sending us screeners or flying us to film festivals, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of shit that you cannot see. Yeah. Um, I, like, even if you're one of these people that can really get in the internet and hack it, sometimes there's no there's no leaked screeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, once I, do you that uh, Joe Rogan money like, comes in, you know. Yeah. They're often yeah. garbage, too. Like, yeah. I you, have, you don't want to ruin a movie by watching it online. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in that poor quality, yeah. like, they're often really bad. Anyways, um, what are you going to give it? Uh, I got to give it 4.5. Wow. It, was, it, was a, it, was, it was a hard slog to get through. Well, it makes, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It's one of those ones that's hard to read, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll try to race through these, but, uh, I've been leading up to watch the new James Bond, No Time to Die. Haven't seen some of these in a while, so I wanted to go through them all and kind of form I've, my overall I've also opinion. Done, done, I, I did two last Christmas. I did the first two, Casino Royale and, uh, yeah. Quantum Solace, and, and then I did two, uh, this year, but at, at Christmas time before. So there's still... Yeah, Fresh. I can feel them in my memory. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I started obviously with uh, Daniel Craig, his uh, Casino Royale from 2006, his first film in, into the series. Uh, I like the opening. I know you didn't like it, where it's like kind of black and white. And then it looks like garbage. Yeah, but I just it's kind of a cool scene though, him smashing the guy's face through the toilet. <laughs> um, and then uh, it's uh, it opens up. He's getting his second kill and becoming Double Seven. Um, I just thought it was kind of a fun way. Then you get this great parkour chase scene. Parkour. Um, I love all the card tournament stuff. I don't care if it's fake. Yeah, I like all the It's entertaining. Same. That's Evergreen, what Bond is, right? Evergreen is great. Is a, I guess, is she a, is a, considered a Bond girl because she's kind of more? She, if we do count her as Bond girl, she's the best Bond girl yeah, of all time. Probably, yeah. Although I do really like the girl from uh, the Avengers TV series. What's her name? Uh, Halle Berry? <laughs> no, that from the 70s one. Um, uh, oh, Di- Diana Rick. Uh, yeah, I like her. Who just, R.I.P.? Yeah. Just passed? Yeah. Uh, she, which actually she, and this is kind of like the modern version of that character, right? This, that they're, they're both like the character that Bond loves and, and spoiler gets taken away, yeah. which kind of sets the whole rest of the series in motion in, in a sense. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is in this. He's great. Uh, fuck that guy's great in everything. Yeah. I don't, is. I don't think I realized who he was when I saw this film and now like I've become a big fan. He's going to be in the new Batman movie, which is exciting. Uh, is Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Judy Dench is, is good in this as always. Um, for what she has to do. So yeah, I don't know. This is a film, I really like this movie. And my problem really with the whole Daniel Craig series, it's it's missing a lot of the elements I love about Bond though. Like we don't get the Bond theme until like what, the fourth film that he does, the the opening with the gun, the, the live stunts or some of them are there. Some they, They're starting to use a lot more CGI. The gadgets This one still eliminated. has a bunch of live stunts in it. yeah. This again, this is probably what's my favorite. But even this one doesn't have the exotic locales as much. Like, he's not traveling all over around the world. Well, he's still like, he's not he's, uh, he's the not Venice the, stuff is pretty amazing. Yeah. Is that when it's sinking? Yeah, yeah, 
He, he's missing like the kind of charm. And that's a crazy fucking yeah. yeah that's cool. Set piece like that actually was pretty I'm, awesome. And he still died. I don't know. Like he's he's witty in this, but he's not the Bond yet. That I I don't know. I and love. I guess you're building that up a little bit. Like I I do think. Well, I think the plan. Like again. I think a lot of people are like, oh, they're building up. This is beginning. He's going to get. And then like the second film, it's like, oh, he's still not that. We're going to get that though. Oh, the third film. Like, isn't it? It's like the third or the fourth film before we finally even get like the Bond theme song and the gun opening and stuff coming into play, I think. Or maybe the third film. Skyfall? Yeah, I think Skyfall doesn't kind of does an opening in the, but i think but it's not till the end that you get like the you theme get the song theme song too. yeah but that's again three films out of the five that he did um yeah like and get yeah i'll talk about skyfall in a second but again gadgets and all that shit none of that like this is the gadgets are all just a fucking watch yeah every this, single this one is, of these this is a great this is a great movie don't get me wrong but it's like this could be any undercover agent movie like uh, you could take away bonnie and you don't really lose anything for me, yeah, I get. As I don't know, I'm a huge Bond Bond guy. Like I, I love all of them. And it, again, this is still top tier Bond for me, just because it is such a great film. Yeah, but it, yeah, it doesn't have that Bond feel to it. It doesn't have the Bond feel. <laughs> I, for I, me. I want the cars with the ejecting seats and oh, the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched the Connery ones. I mean, other, other than Doctor No, and even Doctor No has some gadgets. Like they all have all that kind of shit, and that plays a big part in it. I I, I'd be curious because I would have said that Goldfinger or Doctor No would have been my ultimate, and then I rewatched mm, those that are one. my favorites or up there for me. Um, and I I got to re I, I I this would be an interesting one at some point to and go down. Uh, like, Golden Eye I love as well. That's a favorite of mine. Even though yeah, Pierce Brosnan had so much potential and he got a bunch of <laughs> shitty movies, but Golden I think does everything. Same director as as this. this yeah one. yeah. Uh, Martin, yeah, Martin, Martin Campbell. Campbell. Uh, anyways, I'm going to still give it eight out of ten. It's still a great movie, but it, it did go down a little bit for me. And I actually, I feel like all these Daniel Craig kind of went down. When I'm doing my Bond rankings, I'm like, kind of they're dropping a bit for me. I think they're kind of losing their thunder. They, I don't know. They're not holding up as well as James Bond movies for me. How many times have you seen this one? I've seen it quite a bit. Yeah, four. Or five okay, times. so this was on, I, I, my rewatch. Rewatch was the second time, and because of that, I think I went up. And then I hadn't seen Quantum Solace. Okay, let's talk about Quantum Solace. All right. So 2008, the second film, uh, he's going to get re- revenge for what happened uh, to the love of his life that he buried. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, this- The this, woman he, he gave trust to. This, so this way. film came out when Jason Bourne was a big thing, and they're like, we want that Jason Bourne audience to, to like Bond to- so they try to like ape the editing and those films I, I struggle a bit with at times too, but this film is like all the action scenes make you want to fucking scenes throw up. Are They're terrible. awful. Get that shaky cam. The the opening is awful. I, I I would rather see the invisible car or him in space than than watch this shit. I think again, you're still not getting any of those things I just talked about, the Bond staples. Um the villain I think in this is like no threat whatsoever. I think his plot is just so simple. It's just so boring and simple for a Bond movie. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I'd heard so much bad shit about this that when I watched it, I was kind of like pleasantly that's surprised. How I, that's how it was the first time. I'm like, this isn't that bad. Now it's like I watch, I'm like, no, it, it is that bad. Like, there's nothing I really like about it. The Bond girls are forgettable. Gemma Arterton, who I usually like, has nothing to do in this. And then uh, Olga yeah. Kirilenko from, uh, from Oblivion and stuff. She, she has like a revenge story in this one, and I don't care about it. I guess they probably added that because the rest of the story is so simple and boring. But 
Yeah, I, there's nothing. It seems really real world, like they're after water supply or something like that. Well, yeah, he's going to buy the land that they don't thinking. I guess he makes a deal like, oh, with the government, you let me buy I this land. I do like land. the locale at the end, out in the desert, yeah. and, 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 and what they do to the bad guy, I think, is, is kind of... Yeah, cool. he's just, and it's weird though, because usually when they have these, like the bad guy is kind of more of this behind the scenes bad guy. They have like a big henchman, at least for Bond to fight. There's not that in this mm. at all. I, I just find there's nothing really good about this film. I'm going to give it four and a half. Oh, wow. And I, it's my, it's probably my least favorite Bond. I, I'm, well, it's either this or Die Another Day. Is that the one with Denise Richards? Uh, no, that, that one's not too bad. Die Another Day is the one oh, with the invisible we, car and, and surfing and. Yeah, it, it's terrible. Um, but at least that one might be more fun on a bad movie watch. So I might even put that one above this one. Whereas <laughs> this movie, like to me, has nothing. Going I think for I gave it. this one a six. I think the only thing it has going through it is it's short. Whereas every other Bond in the series is like two and a half hours long. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember watching and being like, yeah, the action sequences suck, but Craig's still great in it. Uh, the villain, who you know, yeah, the actor's fine. He's I just, good. He's not like a threat, and I just yeah. Um. And then, uh, yeah, the only I'm not—I didn't get through them all, so I, I'm gonna watch the rest. I'll talk about next episode. But I did watch uh, Skyfall from 2012. Um, I think this is a great movie. Again, I think it's a bad Bond movie. Like this one again. No, all the stuff we talked about, even less. I think exotic locales. The story in this one is so like it's a revenge plot against M. Like there's no yeah. Bond big villain. Yeah. Like Javier Bardem is a great villain. But oh it just, yeah, that's when he takes out like the uh, the teeth plate and his yeah. face all which looks like in. shit. I thought that was like, a cool scene. Really, that that to yeah. me is as bad as the two face. Like that, yeah. the effects are so bad CGI, and it's like that I was know, a thing I around that span yeah. that like they must have thought. I won't. Good. I won't go as bad as two face, but it's I will. Pretty bad. It's, it's not. It's like not, his face literally well. turns like yeah. CGI, and, and it, ugh, it's bad. But yeah, he's a great villain. But again, like the ending is like Home Alone in a farmhouse. Like this is yeah. not Bond. Like. Again, good movie for what it is. It's beautiful. There's some great looking cinematography, beautiful film. The in best there. directed, I think, Bond movie, yeah. potentially ever. And the theme song is probably one of my favorite. My is my favorite since Goldeneye Adelia. I think I like one for my theme songs that mm-hmm. you know they, they were doing all these rock ones before that yeah. White Stripes and the sound. Chris yeah, Cornell the White Stripes and, one is not good. And they're, yeah. to me, like I don't know when I think of Bond theme songs, I think of that big like go finger, <laughs> like the voice of an angel. <laughs> over here. Like the we'll talk about this the next one, but they fucked up Royal with the theme song next time because Inspector uh, Radiohead. Did the Spectre song? Yeah, yeah. It's I've heard it. Yeah, it's an incredible song. It's it's better. I don't know if I it's I like it. I don't know if I love it. It's either. the best song that I I like out of any. Oh really? Any Bond I don't know, song for a Bond song? Though, I it, don't know. But for that movie, like that movie again, you haven't. We'll talk about this next week. But it's mm-hmm. low on my list as well. Yeah. Um and uh but like what what did what did it go with is. It's some no name. Is it Ed Sheeran? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, he was like a big guy at the time. I can't think of his name either. Um, it it, it does have that kind of like up like big. Is it Jamiroquai? <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's not great because it's like radio, they it's got all the lot all the strings and it's like this Swell. kind of yeah. super like. I agree. I, I would have taken the Radiohead myself. Because you you were making. I don't these hate. Guys I don't like, hate 
the spec. Like I would still take the Spectre one probably over like some of the they other Rocky didn't ones. Get Phil Spectre to do this was <laughs> terrible, but yeah, they, they should have. Yeah, yeah, it's from white, jail. Isn't it white listen, stripes and uh, someone else. It's just uh, uh, a Jack Bla- or Jack Black and someone. Um, <laughs> Jack Black. Jack, Gass. <laughs> Jack White, no, and it's some female musician, right? Some oh, singer, yeah. Not Ali, is it? Not Ali, I know she died. <laughs> um, it was some popular female singer at the time, pop singer or something. Is it Alicia Keys? Oh, yeah, maybe it is Alicia Keys. I don't know. That's a forgettable song. I think it is her. Anyways, this one, though, Skyfall starts to give you taste, yeah, with the gun, but again, it never fully gives it. Then they bring in Q, and you're like, yes, we're three films in. They're going to finally start getting the bond, we know. And he's like, to. And it gives him a fucking, uh, wa- uh, what is it? It's like um, a watch. A that- radio. Radio. And he's like, what do you expect? Uh, an explosive pen? And they joke. And it's like, yes, motherfucker. I want an explosive <laughs> now, now pen. I do, I do like uh, Ben, uh, whatever his name is, as Q. Yeah. He's, 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 he's quite good. He's fine. But again, like, what the fuck, man? Don't even introduce Q if you're going to give him that. Like, why did you need a Q character to give him that? Like. The whole, I'm, I used to love the, you'd always get that montage when he goes to visit Q and they're testing out all these crazy gadgets that, you know, you, stuff going on in the background. And then he gives him a couple that you're waiting to the movie when he's going to use that. Like, I don't know. Again, this is like, I like this film. It's just like, we're not getting Bond uh, here. So yeah, this film went down a little bit again for me on the rewatch. I still like it. I'm going to give it seven and a half. I think I gave it seven and a half as well. Yeah. It's not. As good as Casino Royale, but it's still it's still again both of those two are good movies. Quantum of Solace is shit. It's getting there, but I, I, I don't. I think that was my whole problem with this Daniel Craig. I you know they went to the gritty Bond, which I think that's how he is in the books, the kind of like the Timothy Dalton ones. But like, you got to give us both, man. Like, give us that shit, but still give us some fun and gadgets here and there. I, I, I actually think I agree with you that the fun is is the issue, even though the set pieces in this mm-hmm. are unbelievable every big action sequence is some of the most breathtaking actions like they're they're unbelievable sam andy's like earns his stripes but then Uh, he directed specter too doesn't yeah and it well all the stuff i don't like about this one get amplified amplified and he doesn't have as many great set pieces in the next it's just weird though that yeah this film is so serious and it's all like this m like i get they wanted to you know hurt her yeah, she gets a, a, a like a a, a nice closure, I yeah. guess. But it, it, I don't know. It's just weird for a Bond film. Albert <laughs> Finney's last role too. Oh yeah, huh. oh. I, I, yeah, because I, I believe he got sick at, or was sick. Like I think they knew he, he it got was blacklisted. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did you guys watch? Uh, what did I watch? Uh, I I watch from twenty twenty one Undina. Uh, have you guys heard about this one? No. It's actually a 2020 movie, but it's 2021. It was released yeah. here. Um, this is the director who did Phoenix and Transit. Phoenix is probably another one of those movies that would be in my top, you know, 25, 50-ish of the last decade. Uh, this is kind of a little bit outside of what he's doing, normally does. He's It's, it's almost like a fantasy movie about... And you don't get that at first. It just seems like, oh, this woman is breaking up with this guy, but she, and then all of a sudden she's like, and if you leave, I will kill you. I'm serious. And it's like, what? Um, Is this the the remake of Fatal Attraction? Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, he's Uh, a real bunny boiler. (laughs) uh, And and yeah, like, I guess it it, it goes with the, um, uh, this kind of like, 
uh, mythology about the, uh, the sea creature that comes out once in a while. When she falls in love, she can only fall in, in love with this person. Oh. If you leave, uh, then she has to kill you so she can do it uh, kind of again. Uh, it has this kind of just... This Christopher, or uh, what's his name? Christian uh, Petzold's is one of the most like assured director. Everything is set up perfectly. And it's almost like this combination of old school fantasy, love story, and weird urban planning in Germany after what happened after the war. And and it, it all kind of meshes really well. It's a little slight, I would say, from his other pictures that I feel like are rabbit holes where you can go I down forever. I feel I've seen this movie before about the guy who kind of uh, accidentally killed somebody in America and he goes to this small, quaint little uh, seaside town. So that's transit. And yeah, he falls in love with the sea monster. Oh, no. Oh, that's maybe just... Uh, uh, I forget what it is. Uh, the Lighthouse? No, it, ha- it had the fellow from uh, Evil Dead, uh, the, the remake of Evil Dead. And oh. Christ. One Dean? Uh, I don't even remember. With, with Colin Farrell? Maybe? No, 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 no. It wasn't called Farrell. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, uh, I, I re- Colin Farrell, the best actor of our generation. <laughs> yeah. I still really, uh, really, really in, in, enjoyed this one, even though it's slight. Like, I, I kind of, I'd heard mm. that this was maybe not as kind of like the story's a little bit more surface level than mm-hmm. some of his other stuff, where all of his other things, like he builds these worlds and then you think you're getting that and they go in all these different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it eight. It, wow. it, Not good, eh? Yeah, really, really, really out. good movie. Maddie, anything? I watched uh, Kong vs. Uh, Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Kong. What a stupid movie. You I wish it was this? called Godzilla vs. Kong, Kong vs. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to like hollow earth to find like a Godzilla's or like King Kong's uh, breeding grounds. <laughs> this movie was so dumb. Like, I hate it. This, this is movie. your boy. Yeah, I know. Uh, Wing- uh, he, I who's, know. Who's honestly like, Winger. he's made yeah. one, one good movie. Yeah. I, I, well, I no, know two good movies. Two good movies. Uh, VHS, I'm going to give. I was going to go the that. guest and I was going to go yeah. your next. I would yeah. just go the guest myself. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, your next seems like the movie that you should. Yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah. don't like the characters, so. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. Everyone was like, every um, human was sleepwalking through this the entire time. But that's all these movies, right? Yeah, and like a podcaster is taking down a, like a government conglomerate. Like, such a stupid idea. Anyway, I think I ended up giving this like a 5.5. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, uh, I've owned Had this. you seen that one? No, I've picked it up since it came. Actually, yeah. I got it on 4K when it came out. They ended up taking and out then I, Godzilla yeah. by spilling wine on a console. Like, really? Don't spoil like, it, man. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> like, Motherfucker. <laughs> did I lend you my copy, you fuck? Yeah. No, no, I watched this on uh, HBO Max. Oh, okay. Fucking guy. Yeah. Um, he even got the VPN. He's got Crave. He was just like, no, I want the HBO yeah. Max experience. Um, Crave looks like shit a lot of movies I've seen. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, I usually find they're above Netflix on mm. my ranking of. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Every time I've watched something, I thought Mr. Or what is it, Mr. Nobody or whatever the fuck? It's Nobody? Nobody. Oh, that one and, looked uh, like. And Justice League looked garbage on there. I well, I haven't seen Justice League, but Mr. Nobody 
Yeah, it I, th- looked, I thought it looked fine. I, just, yeah. Yeah, I found that, I don't know. I thought there was a lot of compression. Anyways, uh, I watched uh, some 2021 movies. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, um, boy. I like the 90s film. I find it fun. Um, this one has kind of this cool opening in 17th century Japan. I guess you have the assassin at Sub-Zero before he's Sub-Zero, and he goes and he's going to take out this other clan's ninjas and kills his whole family. Mm-hmm. That guy eventually will become Scorpion. Um, kind of an interesting opening. Like, they're kind of doing something big and different with this film. But then this film, instead of, like, the weirdest choice, they it, all these characters you can choose from. Mortal Kombat has, like, 100 characters you can choose from. Yeah. Instead, they make up a character, <laughs> this yeah. uh, MMA fighter called Cole Young for some fucking reason. Why not just give us Johnny, Johnny Cage? Cage? Who would have been better? So I kind of hated him, and yeah. like when he gets his powers, and that's all stupid. Jacks um, with his tiny little robot arms. Then like, wait, now I got like big ass robot. Well, yeah. Arms. So I guess in this one, if you have this dragon tattoo, it means you're the chosen one, I guess, mm-hmm. and you can enter the fight uh, of Mortal Kombat where you're fighting for your world. But also, if you kill someone, then you that tattoo goes on you. I thought that was kind of interesting, and that's mm-hmm. like, if you have that, you're trying to find what your power is. I thought some of that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But yeah, really, like, you know what you're expecting. The characters kind of suck. Yeah. The fighting. It's, well, the fight, some of the action scenes are cool. You're watching this, though, for the R-rated fatalities, finally. Like, yeah. that's the thing. The 90s movie I like, I think they do a better job setting up characters that you care about, and they have, like, this camaraderie, and there's some cool set pieces. But, you know, you're like, they did a PG fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. This film, you get crazy, gory fatalities, and they're awesome. But everything else is just <laughs> yeah, like, okay. With stupid uh, like dialogue, like flawless victory. <laughs> I don't see, I don't care about that. I'm wa- I know I'm watching a video game movie. Yeah. I, don't, I had fun with this film, but again, get rid of Cole Young. Give me Johnny Cage. I, if yeah. they do a sequel, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, Sub Zero is cool, and there's some fucking cool shit he does with his powers. And I don't know. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I'm gonna go six and a half. It's like maybe a six, six and a half. Yeah. It's not a great movie by any means, but again, I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to I know what I'm Kombat, getting into yeah. a Mortal Kombat movie. I actually I picked up the two animated movies and I've heard they're actually much better. Okay. So I'm kind of excited about it. I feel this those. movie was pretty much an animated movie, to be quite honest with you. Like it's all like cut screens for the effects are not too bad though. I don't yeah. know. I didn't think they were too bad. Um, but yeah, there's nothing to it. The other one I watched is The Last Matinee. I think it counts the 2021 film, but it's a Spanish film from 2020. Uh, pretty much it's a slasher. Oh, this is the, uh, the, the one that's got like kind of giallo. Giallo. Kinda, it's like pretty much a slasher in a in a theater. Um, yeah, I've heard kind of good things about this. I wasn't as impressed. I did, It's one of those movies where like, you get this variety of characters and they set up everyone. But none of them are that interesting to like, they're not anyone you care to watch. Mm-hmm. And it takes like 30 or 40 minutes before the first kill, which is way too long Ooh. for this type of film. Like imagine demons if you had to wait 40 mm-hmm. fucking minutes. And at least demons, the characters are like interesting more interesting. Hell. You got the crazy pimp guy yeah. and like, like the, the weird fucking Liz, Liz. Yeah, making <laughs> having sex right beside their blind dad or whatever you're supposed yeah. to be. This film like, yeah, all the characters are kind of not that interesting. The lead female that's going to be the survivor is not that interesting. Are they doing like the sh- movie within a movie? They are. And again, Demons, yeah. the movie within a movie is kind of interesting. Yeah. You're kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen? Like, what are these people going to find this crypt? The movie in this one is like this. It's, it looks like like a, a, t- a Frankenstein movie if it was made now with like a no budget, but still a period film. Like, it sucks. I think yeah. it's a real film that he just threw in. So yeah, th- that film sucks. I, I yeah, I didn't. Uh, the one thing this film does have is the kills are really well done. They're practical effects, I believe, for the most part, and they're really like grisly and violent. Um, 
that that was the highlight of the film. Everything else I thought was pretty not great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it five and a half out of oh. ten. Not making my top ten, uh, which I'm really struggling with top ten this right. year. Um, but yeah, I got one more. But do you guys have anything else? Yeah, I got a bunch. Okay. Well, I guess you're going to talk for a bit then. <laughs> uh, so the rescue from 2021. This is the documentary about the these divers, these cave divers that go and save this soccer team. Do you guys remember this? Oh, in vaguely, Thailand, yeah. And uh, all uh, and this is probably one of the best action movies of the year. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a documentary. It's all these kind of like sort of prickly guys that are diving like just in caves and doing insane things, but they're all middle-aged men and all the Navy SEALs can't do any of this stuff and they have to find their way, which is just like kilometers and kilometers way through all of these Mm -hmm. cave tunnels to find these kids and then figure out how to get them back. It's really, really well done. Really claustrophobic. Do you feel it? Like you feel the all of that. You. It, I remember reading this really interesting article that went into like the planning and all this shit, and like I, I forget all of it now. But yeah, I. They have to take the kid one, one at a time. It's on Disney. They have to yeah. take him and they have to put him at, under. Yeah. To to do it. Um. I yeah. I would really recommend it. The only thing with this for me is it's a little bit like. You know we know this. We, we know yeah. the story, but that's fine. But yeah. I, I don't see like there, there wouldn't be a rewatch probably. In this. That's most yeah. docs, though, that aren't like. I don't know. That's why I love docs on making movies because those I watch ten times. Mm. But any like real doc, usually they're kind of one time watches for me. Sometimes like, I don't know. The the thin blue line, like they are almost. I'd watch that again. Like it's mm. just an unbelievable movie. This one, it plays it a little too middle of the road hmm. in terms of like the construction but you, you wouldn't watch second. paradise lost again right like uh, probably like i just watched it last year what about yeah. hoop, hoop dreams is that is not the famous yeah thing? i, I uh, hoop dreams I've I heard that's great yeah. i haven't seen it but, anyways yeah. there, there'd be there'd be docs that i would watch watch yeah. again for sure um and i guess uh I, i'll quickly mention escape room tournament of champions which you <laughs> talked about in the last episode kyle mm-hmm. um I love everything to do with the escape mm-hmm. rooms. I don't actually mind the CGI too much, but I feel like these are trying to be inter- this interconnected world, and I hate the interconnected world, um, and I hate how they're trying to make this big, bad corporation. They, they set it up with the secretary like, this pen could be a clue, and this book, perhaps this book is a clue. Yeah, like, fuck all of that yeah. shit. It's so bad at doing that stuff too, and it's, it, it's, it's bad with any character development. All it needs to do is make the cool... Escape, escape rooms. rooms, but you need some kind of connection. I know, I know you're Barely. saying you don't, but people need like if you just threw out a, a, a film every year with random people that just got killed in rooms, people would want more, and I would probably be fine with that. But again, like that the, wouldn't. It sell. hurts the movies because whenever they veer into it's like Saw, that was the thing. Saw they had to always connect, and they got overcomplicated. I'm yeah. sure this film they'll get overcomplicated. A- escape over time. room twice has fooled me. Halfway through the movie, I'm going. Why doesn't everyone think this is like the best horror movie? Like this is so good. Yeah. And then the last back half, the last thirty, I'm like, fuck this movie, <laughs> fuck it all. The hell. Like I don't want to watch any of that. Yeah. Any of the stuff because none of the escape rooms happen. There's no and the puzzle building gets less and less and less every time you. I kind of like the twist at the end and stuff. I don't know. I kind of like all that stuff. I don't care. Mm. I want puzzles. There's no puzzles. Mm. Once the big bads involved, what does she do? She just like. Oh, I'm just rip rip open this gas line and fucking shoot fire at a wall, like like <laughs> yeah. that. Like there's no act because it's not an escape room anymore. It's just them trying to survive, 
and it's a yeah. bad just survival movie. I'm going to get six because I like the escape rooms. I like these movies more than I ever thought I would like these movies, mm. but they make me so angry. <laughs> You're actually like uh, hating the actual stories. Just escape rooms. That's what you need. <laughs> and and they could do it in like you could give actually, me more quicksand. Give me more acid rain. You could build up the characters. Like the survival stuff wasn't done well in the first one, but mm. like that's an. I all think right the problem idea. is like the survivors they created in the first film aren't that really interesting. Like they're like. These kind of meat characters that don't really say much. They are kind of duds. So it's kind of like, yeah, where do you go with that? Because you've created these people, and now you have two films centered on these people yeah. that aren't that interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They could have killed them off right away, and then like introduced. That's a new what badge. they should have done. Yeah. They should have just like uh, you guys were saying. He's the like Friday hostile. Like, like yeah. kill them off, and then. See, I think yeah. again, I think in the '80s you could get away with that, and people wouldn't mm-hmm. care. I think these days people need that connection it's like the saw films that's why those had to keep on connecting they're going back and forth like people like, needed are, that is anybody precious with these escape room kids like i don't think so he probably just killed them off. I, I think people don't want to know like i guarantee they yeah. they did something and people are like ah what's yeah but what's who's doing this why is this happening yeah. who are these people like i guarantee people people seem to care like want to know all that shit that's why know. they're worse movies yeah mm-hmm. make like I see. Yeah. I I kind of agree. I do think that takes up such a small part of it, and I, I like some of the like. But it's mm-hmm. it's actually stuff. long, like because I I I started realizing like we're never there's no more puzzles. But I I thought it was kind of interesting that like the, even when they're in the acid the, rain, the twist was you there, find there's that kind no of puzzles anymore. They're just like okay, we'll we'll do this, do this, yeah. do this. It's just an action sequence to get to wherever you're going that breaks the rules of what this is supposed to be about when yeah. they close the door yeah. as well. Well, on the again, cat. that kind of makes sense. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah, it makes sense if the corporation is doing all this stuff. But the corp, it's supposed to be a game that people are watching. Yeah, like yeah. play. Squid Game does this so much better, all of that kind of stuff, mm. where it potentially is these rich dudes wanting to pay attention, and then you get all these cool games. All I could think about is like, hey, if you want to do that, make a fucking TV show. Yeah. Just give me a goddamn But then I wouldn't watch movie. it, man. <laughs> yeah, well, then you wouldn't watch it. Uh, I don't know. To me, these films are like an hour and a half. They're quick. They're very they're harmless. They're entertaining for the, you know. I just feel like there's a, they, they, there, there's a better movie there every time, two times in a row. Again, I think when there's just been so much shit that I waste my time with, like that film, I just smiled and enjoyed it for the quick time and didn't, you know, it's not a movie I'm going to think about much afterwards. But out of all the movies, like I'm going to pick that one up and I'm curious to see the whole alternate cut that has like 20 minutes of different footage and all this shit. Never like, will watch that. Because no. it's yeah. all about the mythology, right? But yeah, I'm still, Arnie, you even curious? I love like, Hearing, I love the kind of that stuff where it's like alternate takes on films and stuff. I don't know. Not excited. I will never watch that. Hmm. If it was like two more escape rooms that they didn't put in the movie, I'd be like, okay, all right, sure. Well, there, there's kind of some escape rooms, I guess, in a sense, right? Yeah, but they're not. They're not going to actually. There's no puzzle involved. It'll just be like a survive this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. survive rooms. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, nobody. It's not called Mister Nobody, by the way. Just nobody. It's just nobody. Okay. Mister Nobody's a different one. That's a Gerald uh, film. Uh, so this stars Bob Odenkirk. Um, he, he's a national treasure. He is a national he treasure. He can do no wrong right now. And you got the great buddy duo of Christopher Lloyd and RZA, yeah. who I hope they make a spinoff movie. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that movie. I would 100%. Even though I think Christopher Lloyd might not survive it. Yeah, he he looked a bit like... But again, he's looked old since Taxi, right? Uh, yes, but you could... 
yeah. he's actually old now. Yeah. He's like legitimately old. <laughs> um, he, he, I, I think this is one of my favorite action movies of the last few years. It wow. d- does not let up. Uh, you kind of questioning for the first like half hour. And then you're like, all right, fuck it. I'm in. John Wick, I'm in. Yeah, like, it, it kind of... He's and, a charming John Wick. And and also, like, it's more wink, wink. And mm-hmm. and Odenkirk is actually one of the better straight man comedians, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that we've we've had over the last 30 years. Oh, he's had years of, like, honing this craft, So right? he can do that, but then he also is believable, for me at least... As he's, like, kicking ass. Is he's kicking ass, yeah. And and he gets more and more believable because he also gets his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the bus sequence. I love that was awesome. Like that is like right up there. Like I think better than any scene in John Wick because like it's actually it's violent. It's like cool. It's you don't know where it's going. And I I just love that he gets back on the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it 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 goes to a great conclusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, some of the direction is a little bit stale. Like it's not always the most. Um, dynamic in it in its camera work they try to be like with all, all these kind of wraparound shots um but you're also just like i'm i had fun like yeah. you talk about uh, we're talking about escape rooms uh, an hour and a half that you're just like awesome uh, that was me in this movie mm-hmm. for an hour and 40 minutes or whatever like well, and awesome. they introduce you. you're like all right finally yeah <laughs> and and also like you hear his voice in the radio yeah. it's risen it's risen <laughs> Um, it's undeniably Rizzo. So I'm giving it an eight. Yeah, I think I gave it an eight as well. Wow. I really enjoyed this movie. It's kind of nice to be cradled in the arms of a nice action movie. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. And like, mm. I, I think it's almost John Wick becomes reductive because we only get fucking John Wick. Yeah. Um, In the last few years. Like, you know... all Everything else is based on... Well, there, there's been a lot of other action, but yeah, it's not going... To theaters, it's going straight to video. Straight yeah. to video. There's some good stuff, in my opinion, but um, yeah. But there's not a lot of it. No. Like, well, most of it is is based upon like. I think th- there's a. Lo- I think there's some stuff, but you gotta you gotta do your digging. The problem is they, there's like a hundred of these, and like ninety nine of them are shit. But there, yeah. there's one or two every year that I think are, are worth watching. But yeah. Um, Give them to me if they're on. Like that's. Well, I don't know if yeah. you're gonna fucking appreciate it. You don't appreciate like. <laughs> yeah, Chuck yeah. Norris. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all Chuck Norris and Seagal. They're all Norris and Seagal movies. What's his name? Heard. The the dude from. Um, I want to see from, those from the Purge Anarchy is Frank uh, Frank Grillo, uh, and yeah. he's done a bunch. And um, Scott Atkins has done a bunch. Yeah. There's a list I found online. I forgot what it was. I mean, it was IGN, and they did like. 50 of the best action movies since the 2000s. And they're all like straight to video that you would never think to ever watch. I guess like Universal Soldiers has like a bunch yeah, that were like good. Soldier, the, the guy that did Alone that directed yeah. I want to watch because those are supposed to be great. All of those, there's, yeah. yeah, there's a bunch. Again, like mm-hmm. you would just look at the, the cover or trailer and like that looks like a piece of shit. Uh, honestly, you would never watch it. Honestly, I, I never would have gone to a new Universal sh- Soldier, but then I watched it alone and was like, yeah, um, all right. Those this are guy is the yeah. legit. So yeah, I think they're definitely a stuff. The problem is, yeah, that's not mainstream. Again, I, I was talking to my buddy. The problem is, kids these days have grown up. Their action heroes are superheroes that can fly and shoot lasers. They don't care about some guy that beats up some thugs on the street. Like that's not exciting anymore. Whereas we grew up in like Van Damme and Seagal smashing guys through. 
through fucking glass <laughs> windows and stuff. That was awesome. But now, like, every action movie these days is $200 million. They're saving the world. They're smashing through walls and everything. It's not the same. They just don't care about this. So they, these type of films don't really rarely make it. Other than, like, John Wick was, like, the big... There's always, like, mm-hmm. you know, one or two every year. This and movie, John I think, Wick, did well. like, kind of came out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't supposed to be. They weren't planning on to be that big of a hit and it was just like this is undeniably great yeah but what do you have to do you have to make john wick eight Eight. (laughs) like we're gonna john wick in space (laughs) yeah like it's unfortunate but and that one keeps on expanding the mythology and stuff so if you don't care about that is there a john wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anything else um i got one more i wanted to end on because uh this uh that's it for me I feel like this one, this actually uh, relates to our show. So when we are choosing the four, the way when we, usually when we choose series, we kind of pick one that we all want to do, and then we each kind of choose one. Um, uh, Color Night was my uh, choice this month. But uh, this one was, I was kind of between this and Color Night, and I decided not to do this one just because I didn't feel like it fit that 90s erotic thriller. This was an erotic thriller from 1984 called They're Playing With Fire. Uh, this is... Uh, Sir Sybil Danning, who people will know from Howling 2, <laughs> where she strips naked. And, the end credits is just her getting her top ripped yeah, off. Yeah, so she's like a were- the werewolf yeah. in it. It's Howling 2, if you haven't seen it, you've seen Howling 1, right? Yeah. So Howling 2 <laughs> is completely not Howling. No. It's the most insane movie you ever see. It's called like Howling 2, My Sister's a Your Werewolf. Your Stepsister's a Werewolf? Something, something like, like that. that. <laughs> There's like little people werewolves. There's Sybil Danning, who's this topless werewolf. And she turns in werewolf wall, her, ripping her top off. And the credits, they just took this five-second scene Truth and repeated like a, it. A Danny the whole Elfman in the cold, cold night. Yeah, the cold, cold night. And every time it says, yeah, there's a scene of hers getting her top ripped off. And they just kept on repeating and this throughout like the credits. 20 like, to 25 times this Oh, happens. Christopher Lee's in the movie, too, and he has like these crazy 80s, like... Lightning bolt new sunglasses. Kinda, it's yeah, awesome. Anyways, the movie's insane. <laughs> this is not Howling 2, but that's what Sybil Danning, how I know her from... You have to see it. Uh, this also stars Eric Brown, uh, who's in Waxwork and Private Lessons, and I guess he's the the boy in uh, the 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 son in Mama's fam Mama's family, huh. the TV series. Um, so he's a teenager in this. But yeah, this film is this crazy mix of like sex teen romp, erotic thriller, murder mystery, slasher. Um, this sounds awesome. You of course you get the opening theme song. Uh, they're playing with fire. You got to have that in an eighties movie. But anyways, the story is Danning is this teacher. Um, she uh, she invites the student. To, hey, are you looking for some work? You uh, come. Uh, you come can come my lawn. Pretty much. You can. Who you wants can, some lemonade? You can boy? paint my. I need help painting my yak. But yeah, yeah sir, yak. Yak. <laughs> <laughs> my yacht. Um, <laughs> in Russia you paint yak <laughs> um, of course when she gets he gets there though she seduces him sleeps with him and then she says ah I got now you know I got a favor you have to do for me and then she gets her husband involved and they're gonna ask him can you break into our home of my mother and step uh, grand, and, and grandmother sorry they, they're rich they have all this money we want to scare them out, frighten them out of this house so they'll end up in a retirement fund and we can take over their funds. And he goes there to do this. They go to the retirement home. They don't go, they're not put in the fund. Sorry, retirement home so they, they can get the fund. They, they want them in the retirement fund because then they'll compound and yeah. get more interest because the bones are worth a lot of money. I've had my one beer, my half of my one beer <laughs> yeah, here. Okay, give me a break. 
But anyway, so he he breaks in. He's going to scare them. Um, but while I, he's waiting for nighttime, he's hiding in the basement. Their little dog comes and, and notices him and starts barking. So he freaks out. They notice it's, who's that? Someone's in the, what's the dog barking at? He runs out. Um, and, uh, and, you know, nothing's going to happen. But then suddenly... Some a mass killer comes in and brutally murders these two, like shoots them with a gun in the head. Kind of pretty violent. Um, and then it's kind of this like weird cat and mouse, like who did the murder? Is it this couple because they want the money, or is there something else going? And it just gets like crazy. There's weird like sex scenes that are not sexy at all and are like laughable. They're just so bad. Um, the teen, the the Eric Brown kid is just this awful actor. The slasher, it becomes like a slasher movie at times like there's crazy kills there's a scene where the killer comes up dressed as santa claus awesome and is slashing people and like even the setup the build-up to some of the kills i guess like his ex-girlfriend the teen's ex-girlfriend is mad that she he doesn't want to date her anymore and he knows that she's sleeping with the teacher so she's gonna blackmail him and she gets involved but then it's getting knocked off and there's all this like shit going on and then the the twist at the end like you probably didn't expect and yeah it's this weird crazy movie like it's not good (laughs) It sounds awesome. It's, it's probably not as crazy as the movie we're going to talk about, but mm. it definitely would have worked. But again, I do feel like it's kind of its own thing. It doesn't have that 90s erotic yeah. thriller. It's kind of like this weird 80s slasher movie that's also... I was uh, going to say, this sounds more like a slasher movie than an erotic thriller. But it but it has like a lot of like erotic, erotic sex scenes. And again, it's like this kind of Hitchcockian plot in where movies? like, you know, they're getting him to do this and then someone's getting murdered. I don't know. It's weird... Um, I, yeah, I, I recommend it. I'm going to give it a six and a half. I think it's uh, yeah. worthwhile. I'm glad I, this is one of those ones. This is when I picked up, you ordered, uh, we always take turns ordering from one of these big Kino sales. And I think this is one where Tammy's like, what the fuck are you ordering, Adam? Or, <laughs> or what is Kyle ordering or something? Cause the cover is like, it's like her and she's like. I don't know, got her leg over his desk or something like that. Like, it looks like a, it looks like a, it looks like a 80s, 80s team romp. And that's the thing, too. Like, I don't know how. If oh, they, yeah, I remember this in the pile. The, I don't know if they sold it as, like, a teen romp or what they sold as. Because, again, it's such a weird blend. And even, like, the end, like, it doesn't go where you expect. And the ending is, like, so stupid. And whatever, man. It, it's uh, it's worth a watch. Um, yeah. We ready to get into the final Let's do thriller? this. Do you have, I thought you had, do you have one more film? Oh, shit, yeah. I do have one more film. I'll do this really quick. quick. Shiva Baby from 20, okay. uh, 2021. This is uh, a Canadian filmmaker. Oh, it's her, her first movie. And it basically takes place at this uh, Shiva, this funeral. Um, somebody re- kind of close to the family has died. And this um, woman who's just graduated from university is there. And her parents are there. And the, it's it, everyone's Jewish, of course. And, yeah. and she... Has a sugar daddy, um, and and huh. on the side that opens the film, her and him, and it's kind of this weird sort of setup. And then she gets there, and her ex girlfriend's also there. But then the sugar daddy shows up. He somehow knows her father, and they didn't know before. Honestly, this might be the most tense movie I've seen all year. Oh, really? Yeah. I, it seems like it's a romantic comedy right now. It is not <laughs> yeah. at all. It yeah. it ends up. Where they're there, nobody knows what's going on. This guy ends up having a wife and kids, and nobody knows. Ugh. This is all sets up, and everything it either has a baby crying in the background yeah. or it has this like insanely tense music. It's like rattling, yeah. That's always rattling you, and, and she's always in a bad situation. This whole thing, and By she's tense is it like an anxiety kind of anxiety thing? Yeah. tense, yeah. um, like uncut gems almost. Oh, almost because yeah. you're getting it's like. 
oh man, okay, at least she's out of that situation. And it's funny uh, too. It's yeah. really it, it is really funny, but it jumps to these all these situations at the shiva where she can't win, she, and she just. Stop it's like Larry winning. David, like yeah. There's a little bit of that, but if if curb your enthusiasm was uh, making your heart jump out of your chest, like I honestly I thought, oh, this will be kind of a, I've heard this It'd is funny, um, and we start watching it, and uh, halfway through, I could actually feel my heart being like Raising similar to what we saw on your uncut chest. gems. What are you gonna give this? Uh, I'm gonna give this eight. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I had this on my list. To check I've had out. a I've had a, a a good week. I gotta say, yeah. after uh, yeah, good for twenty twenty one. Vinegar Syndrome, one of their partner labels. They've got like ten of them fucking now, but they released this with like a slip cover and everything. So cool. Well, yeah. well, let's let's get into yeah. the next movie. Uh, here's the trailer for the reason why we're here tonight. Here's the trailer for Color Night, nineteen ninety four. Today I'd like to focus on a most enlightening and challenging topic. Sex. More or less. I know what kind of a force group can become in your lives. You tell things here, intimate things. In the heat of passion. Why would you be ashamed of being a shrink? Who told you I was a shrink? Dr. Bill Kappa is about to learn things he never knew. You're trying to play it safe, trying to see me as a case instead of as a female. About human desires. One of my patients was killed last night. He was stabbed in the chest 38 times. Now he's probing their deepest secrets. You know what kind of power people hand over to streets? Well, maybe sometimes they hand over more than they want. But somebody's secret will make him the next target. Tell me about this Monday group. There's five patients in the group. Like five cuckoos? No. Four neurotics of varying degrees and one killer. He's being drawn deeper. I don't really know who you are, what you do. You have all the power. Into a world he can't explain. You've fallen into a trap. A hunger he can't resist. Oh, God, I don't know who you think I am. And a danger. He can't escape. Whoever it was was a maniac. You think it could have been a woman? You know what I think? I think it was you. People are getting killed around here. You understand that? Yes! Somebody tell me to You want Color of Night. A colorblind psychiatrist, Bill Kappa, is stalked by an unknown killer after taking over his murdered friend's therapy group, all of whom have a connection to a mysterious young woman that Kappa begins having intense sexual encounters with. (laughs) Sorry, I was struggling with that one, guys. Uh, We're talking about Color of Night from 1994. The Bruce Willis classic. Um, (laughs) This is going up there with Die Hard for me now. Gentlemen, Die Hard and Hudson Hawk. <laughs> sit around. Let me tell you a tale. Uh, my, it was my father's uh, second marriage. Uh, I was meeting my stepsisters, who are like, I was probably around 11 or 12. It's probably like the first, second, third, fourth time I've actually met my stepsisters, who one was, I think, around like 17, and the other one was about like 22 or so. They both seemed a bit older because they all had kids, and they were kind of uh, different sections of their life. So we figured before the wedding- Say so that they have kids? Yeah, I think they both had kids at this point. Like, yeah, well, I think one one was like seventeen, eighteen. The other one was like uh, twenty four, something like that. 
Doesn't are matter. the kids watching the movie too? No, they were asleep because they were just babies. <laughs> just as much like I was, who was like 11 years old. So like, hey, Bruce Willis, like, fucking hey, man, I love Die Hard. Let's watch yep. this. So me, my dad, my brother, my, uh, I think, two or three stepsisters – and my supposed to be new stepmom the day before the wedding, like, let's watch this movie all in this tiny little family living room. So we put this on and like, there is one of the most intense <laughs> sex scenes I have ever seen in a movie. It was one of the most awkward moments of, I think. It's long too. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. dad just, he was just seemed like he was, everyone was just like. Well, I think this no, movie is and filled void. with like tense. I am like, like a, a bunch of, um. There was a, a rush of blood to my Richard, if you will. <laughs> yeah, this whole movie is filled with like kind of awkward Every sex scenes. Every scene she Even was when in, yeah, she's there's naked. a tit in it. Yeah. Or like there's something going on. And it stops. Like there's like an intense sex scene. It stops and it flashes her tits and then it goes back to another sex scene. Yeah, it's they they break. Scene, yeah. for, oh, let, let's make sure he's he he can have a steak dinner. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the steak dinner is pushed to a side so you can see her rack, and then they go back at it. Like it's like ten minutes of like. I think in the erotica. international cut, there's actually some more. There's some like foot. Uh, oh yeah, you know, foot, foot action. Sack, uh, action there. Oh, that, uh, we didn't even that. get in the director's cut, so there's even a little bit more sex uh, that's not in this cut. Yeah, probably one of the most awkward situations of my young life at that. So point. we all watched the director's cut. Yeah. yeah. So we should mention. So I guess this this movie, um, there's the director's cut, and then the producer um, wanted to. Pretty much created a theatrical cut, cut out 20 minutes. The There's a bunch did- of politics with this as well. Like, you can tell this went into the the, the papers or whatever, or what, mm-hmm. whatever they call the... the tabloids. The, yeah. <laughs> like, the, the industry papers that go yeah. out. Yeah. Um, the Variety magazine. Yeah. 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 Because... They're fighting each other through the papers, yeah. and they still have that where he's going, no, well, yours got reviewed by these guys, and they said it was terrible. Well... I sent it to them, and they told me it was good. Yeah, yeah. there's actually no reviews that say that they changed yeah. their mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess like I guess they showed both cuts. They're arguing over their cuts, and he's and whoever's had the more positive buzz, I guess, would be the one they would release. And uh, the director argues that his film was better reviewed. Um, but the other guy, he says the producer cheated him. There's also no proof of this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, could, <laughs> they, I, could I, they make this movie good? To be <laughs> honest, I, I think I think I probably would go with the director in this because I, I think the other one, like, I don't know if if you're cutting out 20 fucking minutes. I mean, I know some of that was, so ten of that was probably sex scenes. Yeah. But one, if you cut out the sex, who cares about this movie? But like the sex, <laughs> I think the sex scenes were still in. Via yeah. Maddie, yeah, no, no, the one, the one Maddie saw would have been. So I, I guess what happened was mm. the VHS, the the home video. Well, yeah, he made a deal. Uh, like, fine, he gave him because this gave him, the director had a heart attack over this shit, and yeah, and uh, triple bypass, pretty much, yeah. Um, so yeah, the deal they made was you can release your version in theaters. I get the home video. So every version on home uh, video has been the director's cut. The Blu-ray I have is the first time the theatrical cut has been ever released in North America since the theaters. Mm. There is also an international cut, which I think kept a lot of the nudity, but still cut out the other footage. And then there's an international director's cut that's just the version we saw, but it has even a little bit more extra scenes, a couple extra, like the sex scene. I think you get a little bit more of uh, Bruce Willis's dong uh, and a little bit again, you get the foot job scene. Yeah, a little bit more foot play. A little bit extended <laughs> sex scenes, which is kind of weird. But then they took out like some. They took out the scene. soul. It's kind of weird. I, I don't know. 
But yeah, there's a lot of cuts to this movie. So this is directed by Richard Rush, by the way, who is kind of most famous. He did a lot of these like um, biker movies, Thunder Alley, Psych Out, Hell's Angels on Wheels. And Stuntman is probably his biggest film, yeah. Uh, which is actually considered a pretty decent. I think it's like movie. Oscar nominated, right? Am I wrong in this? I don't know if Oscar nominated, but like considered a, a yeah. good movie. And and he for didn't genre, make yeah. um, another movie for like fourteen years. Yeah, so yeah. This one. I guess he did Air America too, which is so weird. Yeah, I with guess Mel Gibson and, and this Robert was an Downey apology Jr. for yeah. Air America. I think. Well, yeah, he did that same movie with the producer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stuntman actually is supposed to have that. He did this uh, documentary on the making that. It's supposed to be one of the better film mm-hmm. documentaries as well. Um, but yeah, it just this is weird director's <laughs> career, weird career for this director. Yeah. Like these biker movies and fucking this and Stuntman. And, Can we get to the plot of this movie? Well, yeah, well yeah, so it's written by, we, we actually, it's written by the same guy. That did consenting adults, which you, oh you kinda, oh, I guess he was hired to do some rewrites. Oh, he's doing a. He's it was originally a type. It's weird. It's written by this guy named Billy Ray who did this movie Volcano. Like weird. Then went on huh. to do Hunger Games, Captain Phillips, Wow, Overlord, the zombie horror film, and Terminator Dark Fate. Like what an eclectic little yeah, yeah filmography. Crazy. Volcano. Color. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah. So, but then Matthew Chapman was hired to do some re- rewrites from consenting adults fame. Um, Bruce Willis is the lead here as the psychiatrist. Um, it opens up, so it opens up with this woman fellatioing a gun, a gun, and putting on like the lipstick in yeah. like that crazy way that only like crazy people do yeah. where they like they're all sloppy and yeah. shit. That's like you know you know the woman's crazy when that happens. That's like the crazy no normal cliche. person puts on lipstick, hey, or even chapstick like that. Yeah. I don't men kind of do. They don't go fuck. But then, and then men be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then we cut to you find out this is a patient of of uh, uh, Bruce Willis's Bill Kappa's, uh, and uh, he's kind of like not really taking her Serious. too seriously. Yeah. It's a ridiculous. And oh, she is baiting her. And right away, you kind of like yeah. you're like Bruce Willis is not really on his A game here, is he? Like this whole film has it, it feels like he is like a, uh, a a banker talking to like a lawyer. He's about to fire her as a lawyer. Like he is not was, a psychiatrist. No, whatsoever. Did you get though the impression though that this movie has a lot of like decent supporting? Like every a lot of actors you recognize. Yeah, yeah. And this is. Like, they're all kind of bad in this. Yeah. Did you guys also get that impression? Like, right away, Bruce Willis, two minutes in, I'm like, well, he's kind of terrible in this movie, yep. isn't he? Um, Maybe Brad Dorif is the only one that's like... Yeah, he's, he's kind uh, of okay. And... and Hendrickson? Uh, uh, no, Hendrickson, I thought, was even kind of bad in this. Yeah, like, Hendrickson... He plays a cop. Like, there's, like, a spoiler... He's like, yeah. he tell he's a cop. I, I, yeah, I don't have. Uh, he's not one. Ruben Blades. I actually love this character. Is amazing. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love this character. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's so over the top. He's yeah. chewing every. He season. knows yeah. exactly yeah. where he yeah. is. But I think apparently the director did know. Everyone says this is a bet. Like the director, from what I've heard, was kind of making this comedic take on this whole thing in mm-hmm. a sense. Like it's like a dark comedy. From what I've Bruce heard, Bruce Willis isn't playing it like a dark. No, comedy. and um, Bruce this was Will- supposed to be Bruce Willis's like big uh, move into dramatic acting. I believe at least huh. that's what he thought. <laughs> that is crazy to think about. Well, that's maybe like, like here I stand as she comes down to me like an apparition through a painting. <laughs> like <laughs> all that narration, that uh, it's amazing. bad uh, noir narration. It's, it's amazing. That's what makes this movie. The amazing first time to it me. happens, you're like, "What the fuck Did is going on?" Because it doesn't happen for a while. No, no. And then it, it only it only happens like it's it doesn't fit into the rest of the film. Like the, none of the other film has anything that you would think that you would need this noir narration. So just before we get into that, like. 
uh, we're talking about Bruce Willis and, and the director wanting yeah. this. Is is this bad? Is he bad in this? Because this is the only time he ever got along with a director. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's because <laughs> like, yeah, supposedly he got along, and yeah. he gets along with nobody. Yeah. yeah. Every director that yeah. I, probably because they have to tell him what to do. Yeah. He doesn't get along with. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. Like, yeah, sure, go ahead, man. Yeah, he was like, yeah, dude, you're a fucking a game man. Bring it, yeah. bring it. I trust you, man. You're Bruce Willis, and then he brought it, and you're like, no, man, wow. like you need to be controlled. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, he's with this this patient. She fucking jumps out the window. That is the longest oh, suicide. Oh, yeah. I love. This is long drop for like thirty seconds. <laughs> it actually looks pretty good. No, it does. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> But it's a long suicide. Like, do you, you guys didn't think it looked like Super Dave when he jumped out the CN Tower? I thought it was. Do you think like when your suicide is that long, you're kind of like stopping, like maybe okay. I did, maybe I shouldn't have did this. Yeah. Did I make the bad yeah. decision here? Like you have yeah, a long you time start to flapping your you know, like, arms. Shit, man, can I stop this? Can I get out of this? Yeah. Like you have a long time to yeah. really think about Contemplate it. Contemplate your choices. Um, but yeah, and so that kind of sets up the movie in place. And then, so he goes to Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap fame, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, I like that that's how you introduced him, by the way. That, that works for me. Why? I love that. that okay. That's how I would in, have yeah. introduced what him. What else did he do? Like well, Lord of Illusions? Uh, yeah, Lord of Illusions. I think he did one of the Star Treks that didn't last long. Um, I think he's mostly known for Quantum Leap. But uh, anyway, so he's a, his buddy who they went to college or university. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a psychiatrist. He randomly just invites Bruce Willis into his... Into his Monday cause, night Because Bruce Willis, I guess this this murder really affected him. He saw the blood. He can't see the blood red can't anymore. See red yeah, anymore. What a stupid idea. <laughs> he can't see red. Okay. <laughs> Which is that leads there's some great scenes out of that. Yeah. But so, so yeah, about- what color are my nipples seen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking, so she's like she has the lipstick and, and uh we're getting off track, but she's like Oh, I, I don't like red, blah, blah, blah. So she fucking throws her lipstick in her glass that she's yeah. drinking. I'm like, what are you drinking yeah. out of now? Uh, but then the next day she wears a fucking red dress. Yeah. Did yeah. anyone else catch that? Yeah. She's and the, like, and she's the like, red ne- car. She's like, I'll uh, never wear red again or something. It's all red stuff chasing them. <laughs> like, um, I'm in the red car. Okay, clearly I don't care. You're uh, the car's right behind me. I don't need to know if it's fucking red or not. <laughs> also, that scene where that's happening and there is two completely separate lighting techniques used on Bruce Willis and Jane March. So her her opening scene, it's all like soft light, lit. Yeah. The most kind of like ridiculous, her introduction is the most ridiculous. Oh, you're talking soft, about at the restaurant? Before the restaurant. So in the car it, scene? They, she shows up at the house or whatever, and that's her introduction yeah. to meet Bruce Willis. And it's hilarious yeah. how this soft lip background, but I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. He's trying to do some stuff, but it like, it shows he's trying to do this stuff. Like and it, it stands they, out. He keeps it, <laughs> At the restaurant scene, yeah. they still have two yeah, different lighting about, yeah. setups. So she, they, they, and they're cutting back and forth, like back and forth, back and Do forth. You think so? It doesn't uh, spoil the movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, they're just trying to make her look as like uh, as angelic on the head of yes. a pen as possible. Exactly. Could I do like he has this thing in the, in the house, and it's like this. Block of like glass yeah, things, yeah. And they like they sometimes do, that and you can oh, see, yeah. which I guess in the theatrical cut. They use that during the sex scene. I don't know if it's on the director's cut, so you see like nine of them fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, anyway, so this uh, suicide has affected him. He's, he can't uh, do his job anymore. But Scott Pacula invites him, says, you know, come sit on this session. Maybe this will help you get into it. 
and he's got what is it like five or, or six people? Um, the, oh well, it's like a four uh, people of varying mental illness and one psychotic killer. Which that's in the trailer. <laughs> that is not in the movie. They added that to the trailer to oh, make to sell the movie. I, I thought think. it was in the movie. Is it? Yeah, because like I'm like really. So like five cuckoos. Like well, actually. No, because I thought he doesn't of... mention the killer thing. He hasn't mentioned till later on when they had the bike scene, which I thought they just threw in because they hadn't. No, mentioned. no, it was him and the cop that were the talking cop. about it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but so we have for, so the patient after Bacula dies. Yeah, spoiler. Well, you've not really spoiled. Not, it happens. We're only like seven minutes into this. Let's, movie. Yeah, <laughs> let's so let's talk about. So he goes in the patients he has. It's uh, Brad Dourif. Who is suffers from OCD? Yeah. OCD. Brad Dorf is always yeah, he's amazing. Brad Dorf is a pretty fucking underrated I was, yeah. actor. Thinking about this he's movie, the best actor. They in his could movie. have took all the uh, cast of One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest and put them in this movie. Yeah. Right, Brad how Dorf awesome would yeah. 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 they put like Danny DeVito in this? Like, how great would this movie have been if they just had all the cast from like a lot of those guys kind of were too big at that time, yeah. like Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, yeah. Brad Dorf is probably chief. In who's their chief? Budget. I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, but we have Lance Hendrickson as Buck, who is su- you just know he's suicidal because his wife and child died. Um, we have uh, Leslie, Leslie Ann Warren, who's Sandra. She's like a nymphomaniac, yeah. and she's pretty much playing her character from Clue. And a Toad from the X Men is the other Richie in this. <laughs> no, who? <laughs> she okay. Richie looks like an X Men oh. character. <laughs> like he, he looks like Toad yeah. There's, from a, oh, there's yeah. a character X-Men Richie character. who is. Um, how terrible. We won't spoil who, who the actor really? is. Really? Yeah. Like, what could possibly be up with this character? Would you believe me if I said I didn't catch that? Oh, really? Well, because I set up from the beginning that this character is suffering from, what is it, gender? Yeah. They, yeah. There's a name for it. Where they're, they don't know whether they're a male or female. That's something they're kind of, that's like yeah. why they're there. And they've also gotten into trouble. So I thought like they were just trying to make, like they've done that in movies where they like, are just trying to make them look weird, and they go over the top with it. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't. But you didn't think it was her? <laughs> well, yeah, that yeah, character yeah. hadn't been introduced yet for a bit, right? You didn't like it. I'd be like, "What's up with this?" I eventually, I'm saying, I caught yeah. it at, yeah. at some point. But I'm saying, it- I guess it was. Yeah, that's true. There, there, there isn't that first scene, but instantly it was like. Yeah, what's up with this? Like, right away, no, right away, <laughs> yeah. I knew they looked weird. But again, yeah. I thought that was just Hollywood doing like. We have to really stand yeah, out that it's this true. person it was is. Probably the, it was probably the scene she was introduced where I was like, oh, okay. And then yeah. we have uh, the other characters, Kevin J. O'Connor. There should he- be no spoilers in this episode. Like, if, I don't know. Turn, I don't know. turn this off right now if you actually care about <laughs> spoilers <laughs> of this episode. We probably will have a spoiler section, but I think we can talk a little bit more before we get into it. Okay. There's no spoilers. So this guy, and he's this rich artist. His dad's <laughs> playing for him to, to be there pretty much. It's just, it's all these cast of characters, and you find out later on back of the mentions, like, he's been getting death threats, and he thinks it's one of the people in his group that's been threatening him. But man, he can ride a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> well, did they ride for, like, nine hours straight? Yeah. <laughs> So Bacula dies. This is not spoiler. This happens in the beginning. That yeah. scene is re. It's like, hey, uh, we couldn't get Brian De Palma, uh, but Brian De Palma's uh, uh, cousin's here. Cousin is here, and and he's watched every Brian De Palma movie he's ever made, and he's heard of a few Hitchcock movies. Plus, have you heard of this thing called Match on Action, where we're gonna take a helicopter? At the end of this fucking ridiculous scene. A ridiculous helicopter. This and movie. then we're going to have another helicopter at the beginning of the next scene. Was the director's brother a helicopter pilot who needed work? <laughs> <laughs> 
man, no, uh, uh, I've come back from the future. It's Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I can't get work. Oh, Too man. soon. I need to save money now. Too oh, soon. I know, I know. Two years. Um, so here's the best part about Bacula's death. Bruce Willis ends up taking over his patients with whatever. He just usurps it, his role entirely. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> this house is nice. I guess I'll live here. He just and starts I'll just take on, over your job. He starts living in his house. Like, how does it happen? Like, doesn't he have a will? Wouldn't his wife be part of it? All of a sudden, Bruce Willis inherits his house. Like, yeah. these guys were college buys. They hadn't seen him in a long time. Somehow, he starts living in his house. He inherits it. He gets his car. And then he starts his doing his job. job. But like, how does that fucking happen? No one yeah. says anything about this. Yeah. The cops come to his house and he says, you have to have a, a search warrant. And it's like, motherfucker, you don't even live there. Yeah. We're going to fucking search Clearly you are prime suspect number one. Like, how, what, what is going on with that, though? How does yeah. that happen? There is no reason yeah. that, that could it's happen. It's the same reason it that... Doesn't, no one questions that and you just go with wait, it. Wait, like, wait, okay. Wait. The same reason that four people could be fucking the same person that's in their group <laughs> and put a wig and glasses on... Well, they never saw each other, but they did. They all the best part is they all have the same name. All that shit that's happening, but they all had the same name and they never caught it. Like at least they had a different name. I I, I get that, but you put a wig and glasses on somebody, and I start dating them. I'm gonna know if I see them later. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't think any of them saw saw them, right? No, 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 no. But clearly, Richie. Yeah, uh, we'll get into spoilers. Yeah, we'll get into the spoilers later. There's a Richie, and (laughs) there's a Rich, and there's a Bonnie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know, uh, yeah. man. I don't know. Are we doing spoilers in this episode or no? Well, 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 well soon, yeah. soon, okay. soon. There's a couple things we can talk about for people that may want to not have it spoiled, okay. I think. Um, still spoiling <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's talk about the rattle. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about the rattlesnake scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was pretty so amazing. now the person is threatening um, and st- threatening uh, Bruce Willis. They, they have this voice box. They're stalking him in this red car. There's a cool chase scene, I guess, in there. I'm in the red car, motherfucker. Yeah. And he's like chasing him through like the highway. Right? I thought that was kind of fun. Like, but you know what we need? Yeah, I actually it did. was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. But so he opens up his mailbox and there's a killer rattlesnake in there. Some put a snake in there to try to get him. And so the best part is there's this whole scene of him trying to get out. And then when he gets it out and then he gets the mail and he's like, huh, fucking bills. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Bill, best line. And, and also bills for who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't own this house. <laughs> You've lived there for a week. You just took over the house a week later. But it, it, it's so great. Like, just like you just your life was just. Uh, in peril there and you're just like ah oh, fucking bills after all this that's what I was trying to get <laughs> it was just great the timing yeah. of it like that could have been perfect comic, to- comic timing if that was on purpose yep. but if it's not it doesn't matter because it's awesome like and that's that's a, that's, that's the film in a nutshell that, really I mean beauty of this movie it's yeah. so stupid <laughs> it, it is so uh, the 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 <laughs> the problem with the movie is that it tries to be a movie. With all the... Yeah. Uh, why I'm saying there's no spoilers, because if you can just, like, not pay attention to the plot and not care about all these mechanisms, because they don't fucking matter, and they're all so obvious and stupid, you'll probably have a better time. That, if, that's what I like about how stupid everything is. Like, clearly, like, they're trying to do something here that you're like... <sighs> but if you try, have to pay attention, they are bringing the... Breadcrumbs along yeah. for you, so That's you have to pay attention to that. So there's all these scenes of like, oh, what does this mean, and what does that mean? It's like <laughs> you just no, and you don't cut care. It's awesome. Shit out. <laughs> um, so can we talk about? So he gets home, someone's broken his home, and he's freaked out because someone's been stalking him. It just and it's this new girl that yeah. So we didn't even mention that. <laughs> 
We didn't mention the fucking female lead. So it's uh, what's her name? What's the actress's name? Jane Marsh, right? Jane Marsh, who plays Rose. So like he he gets and she bumps his car or something, and he starts having this romantic relationship. She's like really young, but he doesn't care because she likes to fuck like a rabbit. But so someone's stalking him. Someone breaks in his home, and he gets home, and she's broken into his house, and she's like, "Oh, sorry, the like, alarm I, wasn't on." I, yeah, or something. And she's fucking standing there butt naked other than the apron. She's cooked him dinner. She's yeah. cooking him na- dinner naked. <laughs> but that's your real, that's the real deal right there. Yeah. That's yeah. the real self. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's just a lot of this film. Like, there's all these, like, crazy sex scenes that just, like, constantly happen just because, like, ah, oh, we haven't had a sex scene yeah, in about 20 minutes. Every time she and Bruce Willis are together. Yes. She is taking the top off. But there's no other, like, even remotely sexy scene in this movie. No. And here's a bit. Did you guys read? So I guess she did this film called The Lover before this. And it was kind of, it was an erotic thing too, but it was a little bit more serious and artistic and well-respected. And that's how she got cast in this movie. But I guess she decided, like, in the middle of filming this, like, I don't want to do these sex scenes. Like, they don't, they're not making me feel comfortable. And so he's. The director got pissed. He's like, that's why we fucking hired you. Yeah. It's in your Did, contract. Yeah, and it's in your contract. They didn't hire her for her acting chops? And he said, like, he's like, well, apparently she was actually kind of decent in the other film. From what I've heard, I haven't seen it. Yeah. But he's like, I felt like I was raping this. He, this is, quote, C- to felt like her. raping this leading lady. Yeah, to convince her to do this. So it's just uh, weird. But I guess- It kind of reminds me of, what's that movie with um, State Maine with Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, yeah. Where they pretty much hired her in that movie because she fucks a lot. And then she's like, oh, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I think she found God in that movie or something. Uh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, kind, kind of awkward. And, and that movie too, I think she, I think she did that one. She must have been like, what, 18, 17, 18? Yeah, yeah. Who, March in this movie? Yeah, well, in that movie, because this yeah. movie is like only oh. a year or two later. She's, she's only like 20, 20 or something in this oh, one. wow. And I think she started dating like Bruce Willis's best friend, best friend or something, and then he's like he ruined her career. He's like so, he's yeah, like he's a producer, and... associate producer. He's basically like, I know Bruce Willis. Yeah, I'm going to try to make on. a bunch of money, and he wouldn't let her act unless uh, he was put it on as a producer oh. moving forward. And no one supposedly she was getting tons of offers. But nobody wanted this. Nobody. Well, she blames this movie though too, though for she, killing she def- her career. She definitely does that, but like. Probably uh, the other that just, makes yeah. way more sense because everyone else kind of went on to like have yeah like, storied careers. It is different with women and men, right? Yeah. Like they're they're once you kind of go over. And Bruce Willis had a career before this too, yeah. right? Like where she this was her second film. I, think. I, well, I, I guess hypothetically, who's that guy? Jack O'Donnell uh, that played the uh, SM kid in this movie. Yeah, he did some stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was in like uh, Lord of Illusions. I just I, I, I watched him in Deep Rising, which oh. I fucking hated. Him. He was so annoying yeah. in that movie. But uh, I do love that the the number one review of this movie on on Letterbox for for years, I guess, was uh, director Richard Rush demanding a body double for Bruce Willis's pool penis was the first IMDb <laughs> trivia piece for years, and it, and and just but. Uh, uh, before we started doing this, it got removed. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's funny. Uh, that's the number one review on Letterboxd <laughs> for this movie. So someone's stalking Bruce Willis. The killer is amongst the group, possibly. Um, we have, as we mentioned, uh, Ruben Blades as Lieutenant Hector Martinez. Kills he's, it. Best thing the, about the whole movie. Yeah. He's like this really dickish cop yeah. and gives Bruce Willis a hard time the whole fucking movie. But yeah, he's totally chew, chewing the scenery Having fun with it. He knows what kind of movie he's making. It's like, um, uh, what was that? Uh, De- he's, he, uh, yeah, Dennis Franz in um, 
uh, body, uh, not body, uh, dress to kill. Okay. Yeah, uh, the yeah, De Palma yeah. movie. Yeah. Very, very similar, but yeah. even more one but, step yeah. above. Yeah. I would say he's, this guy's like fucking 11. Yeah. He's, he's. Dennis <laughs> Franz is pretty close to 11 in that. <laughs> he, this guy movie. goes above. And then we, we didn't mention, I guess, the, um, Richie has a brother and he's trying to get him. Dale. Out of Dale. that, which we'll, we'll talk a bit about. Um, the, the, there's a scene where the killer stalks Bruce Willis in a car and he's below and the car knows to push this other car yeah. off to try to land him. It's like, how the fuck did you know where Bruce Willis was down there? Yeah. I guess maybe there's a scene where it drives by, but again, this film, you just don't but question it. It's a low it. rider car. You would never know. Um, what else do we got here? Any Anything else that we want to talk about in this before we jump into spoilers? or I, I uh, the, the death of Casey is, is kind of interesting. Kind of a It's kind of horror movie-esque, I guess. Oh, with the uh, paintings and the uh, Kind of, but not yeah. done very well. Well, I, I will say, yeah, I don't know. I had a fucking blast with this film from beginning. I yeah. will say the problem that holds it back to me for me is the length and the direct because the director's cut is like two hours and is it ten minutes or twenty minutes or something? Twenty, yeah. way too long for this film. Yeah, like Some, I, and, I, I, my mind wandered a lot during this because you well, see, I, I, you get sections where it's like this is fucking batshit crazy, but you also yeah. get sections that it's just like a normal cop procedural. Yeah. And, and most of the stuff with the, the, the Monday group or whatever, it's really straight. It's like really <laughs> like there's, yeah, but they're kind of interesting. I think all the characters are kind of weird and interesting enough to hold. I thought they, even I don't know. Like the book, a clue didn't really go anywhere. Like I found like, yeah, like, like, like 58 books. It was 59 last week. Like, well, <laughs> none yeah, of the stuff yeah. that like, yeah. they yeah. keep throwing you all the plot points. That was my problem with this is like, it's really heavy on plot that I don't fucking care about at mm-hmm. all. At all. It feels, it does feel like an American Jallo for me. Though. Yes. Like you had the black glove killer and those films always have all these weird quirky moments too. I mean, usually that's cause the Italian, Storytelling doesn't always translate over, but this film definitely felt like an American. I think that is. A, it, it felt like the director was a fan of it, and he's like, "I want to kind of do some weird, quirky Jalo film." But there's a bunch of just like normal blockbustery American film stuff. It's 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 a fucking. I, I I've never seen a movie like this. No, no. It, I almost were you went, ever yeah. bored? Like again, you got bored a couple times. But like, yeah, this movie. I'm like, I am in. Yeah, it, I wasn't that bored considering the, its the length. Ending. Ever. I'm like, okay. Let's speed this up a little bit, guys. Because again, two twenty. I don't know. The last yeah. like fucking ten, fifteen minutes is pretty much it's craziness. Yeah, I, I which we'll talk about. Yeah. I, I thought that yeah. I thought it was incredible. Um, yeah, I don't know. Should we give our scores before we jump into spoilers? Then or sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what are you guys going to give this film? I'm going to give this. I'm between seven seven point five because I really had fun with it. Yeah, I wish I watched this like with. I God, want everyone. beers and watch like I want yeah. to have like a like let's yeah, all yeah. get together and enjoy this. Because yeah, the dialogue it's so ridiculous. much cringe and I've gone all over the place with this one. Yeah, uh, like eight point five. I could be as low as a four point five. As uh, yeah, or three. Like I think at <laughs> at certain points in this movie, I was like, ah, fuck this movie, and then other points in this movie, I was like. This is insane, like the most crazy thing. I think I'm probably going to go six. Yeah. I, I I would rather watch this than... Consenting adults? Oh, uh, 100% or... Hannah Rock's Cradle? Hannah Rock's Cradle. Yeah. And that's what it came, came down to. Do I really want to watch this again? I See, I'm yeah. so happy that I own this. Yeah. Like that, this is one of those films that I think I probably bought 
for whatever. I don't even know why I picked it up. Bruce Willis's um, dick. Probably is. I heard Bruce Willis's dick, but um, is it even his though? Uh, he used the body double. Oh, did they? That's the. I thought in the international cut, it's clearly his though, because they they actually go in the international cut. It actually shows this camera going down of her kissing, <laughs> maybe down his body. I, and he I don't know. He, he, like maybe Rush didn't get his wish. He didn't think um, it, it, it. You know, was significant um, enough. I'm gonna go seven and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a blast with this. Again, I think if if it wasn't so long, I think that hurts a little bit. This could have been like an eight eight point five for me. Like, I was just fucking having the time of my life. Watch right from the beginning where it opens up with a woman sloppily putting on makeup and fighting again. Yeah, you sent us a message. We hadn't watched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three minutes in, I'm just like, Listen, you guys are in for a fucking treat because it goes to like it, it. All of it, it starts out pretty like, and then you get the long suicide jump. So like, all mm. this shit kind of happens pretty quickly. I, and then again, the ridiculous like joining Scott Bakula's yeah. fucking group therapy thing which i was like is that a thing but i guess it actually is a thing group therapy because yeah. it seems kind of weird that someone brought it up and it's like it's right why would you want to be in a group with a bunch of people that have issues giving your personal shit like that person could take your shit and go yeah. like spread it out there and ruin your life like i don't know it seems like a bad idea i guess sharing your a- personal issues a- a- with, is all yeah i guess yeah that's that true yeah well. yeah it's a trust thing i guess um okay well with that um, spoilers. Let's go into spoilers because there's some stuff I definitely want to talk about. Yeah. But it will spoil the movie. So if you don't want to be, have the movie spoiled for you, you probably, like you said, it doesn't matter. You can't spoil this movie. <laughs> the, the worst part of this movie is if you care about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, actually. Like, if you're actually like, oh, I'm, I'm curious what happens next. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So spoilers here. So it turns out Richie, this whole time, is Rose. Is Rose. But it also Bonnie. Yeah. But also Bonnie, who everyone in the group has been fucking with or doing or, stuff or, with yeah. or whatever. She's some kind of relationship. Giving with the them, needs all to yeah. all of them. Um and it I guess what happened was so the brother Dale, his little brother was getting molested by this uh, old psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. He commits suicide. Um, and this guy so why that's first thing. Why does he need like, why can't he be, does he not like his sister? Then he makes his sister become his brother. Like, it doesn't make sense because you yeah. still have a sister. What why does, is one sibling more important than the other? Yeah. What doesn't make sense So he is makes that, her dress up as like, Richie. And does things to me that didn't make me want to be a girl ever again. And they, do they hint, is it just me, or did they hint that maybe there was some incest there Oh, too? yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. She said, like, well, she, she they did don't, things they don't to me fully that say maybe, it. She says, yeah. but it, it could also, it could mean... You could take that as two different ways, I yeah. think, but they definitely could. You Showed could her all the incest. good times about being a dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and, and yeah, the, this character is why? Rose. Why is she doing this again? Well, she forgot that she the was the psychiatrist. Rose. I guess she's she always thought she was Richie. She's convinced split personality is kind yeah, of deal. and and, yeah. and hasn't been Rose oh, for a while. For years, Bruce Willis brings out the Rose. Yeah, yeah no, but Scott Bakula was fucking Rose, right? Bonnie. Oh, he's fucking Bonnie. Which and it's kind of funny too because Bruce Willis is so like, oh, you're fucking this young girl, and then like this young girl shows up and he doesn't think twice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> about fucking her, which is. But again, you mean to tell me that Richie, you wouldn't notice like Richie without a wig and glasses? Like, of course. See, that's I don't Bonnie know. I didn't, ca- I didn't catch it. I don't know. But I again, guess I'm terrible. You're not that fucking kind of Bonnie. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, but I want him to no, <laughs> <laughs> Um 
One thing I wanted to bring up. So, yeah, and it turns out Dale, I guess, is the one that's murdering the people that murdered Bakula. And so he's murdering them because here, this doesn't make sense. So if Richie in the system commits suicide and is dead, how is Richie... Because he's forced to go to these therapy sessions by the the police, right? He has to go because he did some criminal acts. Wouldn't Richie be in the system as dead? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he's murdering people and he's murdering the psychiatrist because he's trying to get Bruce Willis to let him out, saying he doesn't need the therapy session because he's worried that people are going to notice that Richie is Rose. When we we were talking (laughs) about consenting adults the other week, it made me think I liked the movie more. Yeah. Talking about this movie less makes me like it seem like like I'm just like oh, it's gotta be five point five. This is this is not. It's so, but it's so stupid. Like that's what's great about well, the, this the ending movie. is like this awesome like finale slasher finale where Dale has a fucking nail gun. Nail gun. He shoots the cop like catches oh, he gets him it, like like eight times with these. But the nails. cop catches him, has a gun, and somehow. Fucks like is a terrible cop and allows him to shoot his hand and it's like this awesome like yeah. he shoots each finger with a nail and he's stuck there. Oh, they shoot the shoulder, which it leads to at the end, like after all this is done and Dale's been taken care of, and they're having this romantic like uh, scene on on the top Amazing. of the roof. They go up to this like roof that's higher than the building in Vanilla Sky. Like they just keep going up <laughs> and up this like ladder for no apparent reason. Why no this has reason to be this high? <laughs> Which leads to a great yeah. thing where you totally see it's a stunt double, a terrible stunt yeah. double scene. But yeah, so all this is resolved in that the, they've taken care of Dale and their 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 uh, love romance, their romance is going to work out. But then you just hear this motherfucker down below, this comedic thing saying, "Hey guys, I'm still stuck here. If you can help me, <laughs> yeah. like so out of place." But it's like that totally yeah. fits this film where like they don't their tone is so all over the fucking place and they don't care and they don't know. Was that in the? It's in the director's cut, yeah. It, in the credits, though, right? Um, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like going like, to the yeah, credits. credits. You just hear him coming down. It's like so fucking out of place. It's great. Um, what else do we have here? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is, is there anything else in the in the spoiler section that we want to talk about? I don't no. think so. Yeah, like <laughs> like you said, the whole thing with the book makes no fucking sense. So Whatsoever. They're leading into some book that's taken and, and it's supposed to mean something, but it just turns out one of the patients took it. Yeah, like she's, like, she's well, not the one that reveals though. Like I it, found out. This no, scene. It, it has like Bonnie. It has some like wor- Like he figures it out in the book. Oh, like, yeah, that reveals. But yeah. what is like? How does that book missing play in into any of this? Like but that's I guess the reason why Dale kills him. Because <laughs> like yeah, because, <laughs> because he's trying to hide the identity. Because yeah, and I I kind of liked where he kills the artist. Like the reason he killed the artist because. He does this that he would have eventually caught it, and I thought it was kind of interesting where he cuts out all the faces, the faces, faces. of the paint, and then like the dead body comes, and the paint, and then Bruce Willis gets a glimpse of color. So yeah, that. the end, the end, Bruce Willis gets his color back, I guess too. <laughs> Stupid. Well, so, it doesn't even matter that he can't see red. Like was it supposed a... to be that he has him in colorblind until the death? Right? Yeah. The suicide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the suicide makes him lose. Because I didn't red. even. Again, I can't, I'm a fucking dumb viewer then because I didn't even catch. Like from the beginning, that when he's doing the test, I didn't necessarily catch that he's colorblind, and it mattered at all until later on, until plot. He like, talks about it, yeah. but yeah. like I guess I wasn't paying attention because I didn't know that was gonna be a plot matter. of the movie. It yeah. does not matter. But yeah, and it doesn't really matter. Like yeah. I thought, it doesn't matter. Do, I thought they're gonna do something with it where he can't catch it's something. It's for or the name something. of the fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going back. Five point five. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like I, I, I just, yeah. I, what, I've swung so much. What did you say so before? Much. Six. Okay. I, I like I've I've swung. Well, so wait, much. you got to say that. Let's get okay. Are we done with spoilers? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're done with spoilers now. You can you can say that you're all right. I'm, I'm lowering my score again. It's five point five. <laughs> like it it. I just won't. I know I want six and above. I may watch a movie again. So you weren't entertained enough that you would watch it? I think I'm going to watch the movie again. I'm yeah, going like, to get like a like bunch a of beers. This is like a pizza and beer movie. Yeah. Like, I'm going to totally watch this again. I, every time you see March's nipples, we take a drink. Yeah. How does that sound? <laughs> like, we'll be bombed by like... Honestly, I could... Anytime I, the narration, the awkward yeah. noir narration... Yeah. I could shot, potentially shot. see if, if, if that was the situation being like, okay, like... Yeah. I don't know why this film I just don't think that it actually will happen anymore in my lifetime. Yeah. Like, I don't know why this film, like, you know how I will never watch this ag- again. You know how Showgirls is a shitty film? It was a big box office failure, but it's like one of the most successful DVD releases and it's had 10 releases and deluxe editions with nip- <laughs> nipple tassels and all this shit. Like, why is this film not Showgirls? Yeah, that's true. This film to but, me but should Showgirl- be. But Showgirls has had like a, uh, like, there are there's a lot of people that have gone to bat for Showgirls as being like a, a just another great uh, bad film, right? Like it's it's considered but, one just, of the worst, or just like a good film. Well, I don't know about that. Like a, a, a film that knew what it was doing the whole time. But I same one thing with this film. Like I, from what the director's saying, uh, I don't think they no, know he what doesn't they know what doing. he's doing. <laughs> like all the stuff is revisionist history, which he's trying to throw against in the in the in the the trades. That's what they call them in the trades <laughs> with the the producer. He didn't know what he was doing. The movie is inept. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, hey, if you like it for it being a bad, and I like a I lot of stuff it. because it's fucking crazy. You don't have a cauldron of a movie like this. But I did have a problem with this where there was large sections of the movie where I was like, I don't care. Even the end, I was just like, I barely care about this, like, just end. You didn't want to see it work out between them? No, I don't care. <laughs> I have no, like, there's no their whole line. relationship is kind of weird and like yeah. I did you guys also get uh, I guess it's a spoiler but sweet sleepaway camp did it kind of make you think of that in a, in a yeah sense? a little bit right I guess I'm spoiling by saying that not but, really no no um, I don't think you can spoil this movie like you know where it's going from the get go let's, let's talk about trivia I got a couple things it had yeah. a budget of forty million it made uh forty six point seven million worldwide only twenty million d- domestic so it was a bomb. Again, he blames it on the cut. That home they video has probably made his money back. Mind right? you, that doesn't. Yeah, no home video. It was um, according to Billboard magazine in 1995, the year it was released on home video. It was in the top 20 most rented films. Yeah, which I could see a lot of people renting this just for the sex scenes alone, yeah. right? Like yep. again, like why would you cut those out of a movie? Because that, that's probably going to be a huge selling point for yeah. people for this type of movie. Um, it was. Uh, it uh, was nominated for a bunch of raspberries. It um, won the uh, worst picture of the war- year award, but it didn't win any of the other nomination surprisingly i think it's the only film that only won the, the the worst film but not any other ones but yeah it's it's in the most uh the golden raspberry sorry the official razzie movie guide it's in the 200 most enjoyable bad movies ever made which yeah i, I could set maxim magazine awarded it um having the best sex scene in film history what um, that's which he was proud of i guess the director they actually gave a word and he hangs this award <laughs> in his bathroom he's proud of that um what else do we got here? The only other thing is I have, we kind of talked about, yeah, the whole the cut of the film, blah, 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 blah. That's probably it. Yeah. Well, you can pretty much read a bunch of like terrible reviews. Go to IMDb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the IMDb of this film is yeah. crazy. It's all just podcast yeah. reviews tearing it apart. 
There, but like, uh, like because it's long. Shit. Like I was like, oh shit, because I always read everything and try to get the the good points. And I was like, that's a lot for this fucking film. And then yeah. like the last like so pages, many reviews. Yeah. Um, but d- didn't uh, is this the film or am I getting it mixed up? Or maybe I'm getting mixed up. Like, did any of the e- Ebert or Roper like this movie? No, they hated oh, okay. this. They, I think the last uh, Hand Rocks Cradle yeah, they was of... almost exact as Consenting Adults. Yeah. Where Ebert, ah, it's a fine movie, yeah. whatever. And Cisco was like, no, it hurts the children. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that guy was so, like, uh, and neither uptight. Did I. <laughs> yeah, uptight fella. Right? I think it, there, there must be a specific things in these movies. But yeah, I, I, Ebert gave this one or one and a half. Okay. But yeah, you, you, so you're saying there's no because he's arguing that uh, he sent it to like the top three reviewers, the director, and they rewatched it again. And said, "No, this is great," or something. I, I, I found no proof of that online. <laughs> I looked. I, I, I was yeah, like, "Who are these research. people?" Now, now that could be, and it's not yeah. on the internet. Yeah. This is kind of this, this is, is pre-internet yeah. times. So before we leave, we covered five erotic thrillers this month. We Two, did. Four erotic thrillers, yeah. thrillers this month. I guess I covered five. Two questions for you guys. One, do you have the erotic thriller bug? Do you have any urge to watch anymore? I think this might be it for me for another year. And uh, two, what are your rankings for the four we covered? Uh, so I barely liked any of these. I would... <laughs> Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Uh, this one, uh, Hand, Hand Rocks, Rocks Cradle. Cradle consenting adults. adults. Yeah, I think it's probably... I, yeah, it's so hard for me. I, I I totally enjoyed all four of these. Um, Hand the Rock's Cradle probably the least amount, just because like mm-hmm. it was a good movie, but it yeah. just didn't. Whereas like Consenting Adults in this side of blast with Fair Attraction, I actually think is a good movie. But yeah, I don't know. How do you rate those? Like I probably had the most fun maybe with Consenting Adults, even way me more than this, just because this one again is long. I had yeah. the most fun talking about Consenting. Yeah, Adults. that was an amazing conversation. I, and and Fatal Attraction, like I to be honest. Fatal Attraction is the best. I, I, yeah, I think Fatal Attraction I'd probably best. watch again in my lifetime. I think that's the best yeah. film, but I don't know. I think I'm going to watch Consenting Adults. And uh, again, I'm just a lover of these type of films yeah. and this one the most. These are films I'll go back to and have a blast I think with. I think I could Hand be, Rock's Cradle. I, I could I be convinced with this again. one to do the pizza and beer kind of thing. Consenting Adults, I actually don't think it would hold up. Like, yeah. you'd be like, Oh, Kevin Klein's hanging yeah, out cool. with the bar know, with Kevin I, yeah. Spacey. Every time they talk in that one, though, but I don't yeah, know. like, like I, 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 there would no way that I would do that. Yeah. Uh, but this one, this one, I go all over the map because yeah. it's so fucking all over the map. It Maybe the theatrical cut would have worked better for you because it would have. You didn't care like about the plots. So they get rid of some stuff. They tighten it up a bit. And it makes even less sense. Never going to watch it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some pizza and beers next uh, February. Yeah. I'm, ho- I'm hoping we get a nice UHD. Maybe we'll get that uh, the International Master yeah. over here with some more Bruce Foot Willis jobs. Dong. Foot jobs and dong. Bruce Willis dong. Foot job edition, they call it. Well, that's Happy Valentine's Day. You know, if you're going to watch a film with your loved one and you guys are film lovers, throw in one of these, I, I would say. I think you can't go wrong with anyone. <laughs> right. For different reasons. You know, this one might put you in the mood for loving. Yeah. Consenting adults might put you in the mood for... Swinging. Swinging, Being yeah. more adventurous. <laughs> um, Hand the Rocks the Cradle might, you know, make you question Maybe you start lactating. And, yeah. And um, Fatal Attraction might make you want to cheat on your spell. So maybe that yeah, one maybe, uh, might be the least. I think these are all the yeah, opposites all of what these movies <laughs> were supposed to <laughs> say. Yeah. Well, both the two of them are about... 
cheating on your spouses, and one of them is about one of your your spouses fucking everyone in the in the therapy room. <laughs> mm. Apparently, anyways, guys, it's been a blast. We, I, I yeah. had fun talking about all these movies. You can send all your valentines to us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Search Movie City Maniacs. We have a group page, like page, and we are on Instagram at Movie City Maniacs. Yeah, Matt, maybe Maddie can create because I didn't have any good Valentine's Day poems uh, rhymes for this one. So maybe you can come up with something uh, on our Facebook page. Roses are red, and so is wine. This February, I hope you'll be mine. Stay sexy. I'll give you